Today's episode of Jimmy Podcast Roll may contain explicit language. Listener discretion is advised. Hey, what's up? Before we get started with today's program, I want to take a few seconds to talk about my website, social media accounts, and podcasting platform. The website, jimmypodcastworld.com, that is jimmypodcastworld.com. On the Jimmy Podcast World website, you will be able to find links to all my social media accounts and podcasting platforms. On the homepage, you will be able to find a direct feed to my Twitter account. You will find an interactive photo gallery with all my recent guests on the podcast. You will find a blog that is updated frequently. Are you also scrolling through social media right now and trying to figure out if I'm on that platform? Chances are you are on some form of social media. Check this out. You can find me at Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, Instagram, and Twitch TV. That's right, baby. We're on Twitch. All those platforms at Jimmy Podcast World. At Jimmy Podcast World. Are you more of a visual episode person? YouTube has some of my full episodes, short clips, skits, and my newly released Jimmy Podcast World ad. For Twitter and Snapchat, you can find me at Jimmy Pod World. Want to listen to the podcast? The website has the links to all the major podcasting platforms. Apple Podcasts, SoundCloud, iHeartRadio, Google Podcasts. Are you loyal to the Joe Rogan experience and making the move exclusively to Spotify just like he did? Well, now you have the best of both worlds because not only are we on all the other platforms mentioned, but we're also on Spotify. So looking for, to support the program, it is easy as liking and subscribing to all the podcasting platforms and all the social media platforms where you can find me. Are you still looking for more ways to support? Believe me, we appreciate it if you do. You can also share the podcast on all platforms and social media accounts as well. And for those of down since day oneers out there, you can show off by visiting the merchandise page, hats, shirts, stickers, and more. And one last way, are you already on Amazon? And if so, you should be using Amazon Prime. How does that support the Jimmy Podcast world? If you go to our website, at the top of the website, there is an Amazon banner. Click on that banner. And before you continue shopping on Amazon.com, make sure to save that link and bookmark it to your web browser. Every purchase you make through our link from our website that you save to your web browser has Amazon throw back a couple of pennies our way. Lastly, any feedback or ideas you think you could be a guest on the show, please email jpw at jimmypodcastworld.com. jpw at jimmypodcastworld.com. As always, thank you for your love and support and feedback. And now on with the show. Give me sports. Give me tacos. Give me the world. The Jimmy Podcast World. Guess who's back? Back again. Mike Rob is, is back. Is uh, I can't hear anything. You can't hear me in there? Mm-mm. There's no, there's no, I have no sound in my, uh, uh, there is no snare in my headphones. Where's my snare? Where's my snare? Where's my snare? Fuck it. Fuck it. Who cares? Shut up and listen. Okay, me just shut up. Eminem, dude. <laughs> I got album, dude. I love that guy. There we go. You can hear me now? Yeah. I can hear you clearly. Uh, oh, <coughs> I can hear you clearly now. Go on. In the sky or... Um, I can hear clearly, clearly now. now. Mm-hmm. Dude, you gotta learn the lyrics, dude. dude. I'm, I'm holding the nose, dude. Like the, I'm the backup vocals, dude. I'm, I'm like, uh, I'm Mr. Han from Lincoln Park in the background, dude. Just fucking, uh, I tap the buttons, dude. I do this. <laughs> You're singing and then I go... You're mad! I'm back. That's me doing the back. Big dude. man. 
Uh, anyways, uh, dude, uh, we were just talking. Well, fuck, I, we have been talking for quite a while. You got yep. here a while back, actually. Yes, um, I did. Uh, holding you back from other things, so nothing. Uh, all right, cool. Nothing. Um, yeah, we talked about a lot, and uh, we were just getting into just barely uh, getting into talking UFC and my hatred for Derek Lewis. Anyways, we're moving on. Um. So we are here to talk about UFC 252 that takes place tomorrow, uh, 7 p.m. at the UFC Apex in Las Vegas. Stipe Nevada. Miocic versus... Mi- Miocic. Miocic. Uh, ¿Cómo se dice? Daniel Cormier. Daniel Cormier uh, of... Um, Bout number three. Sh- shout out to uh, Gilroy, Gilroy High Mustangs. or They're Mustangs, I think, right? Yeah, I think they are. Um, yeah. So Excited? Ah, uh, yes and no. Is this the greatest? Uh, will this be? Is shit? Where do I start? Uh, because it's been called a lot of things. Is this gonna be the greatest heavyweight trilogy of or the greatest trilogy of all time? It's 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 being called. Uh, is this gonna determine? Also, is this gonna determine who's the greatest heavyweight fighter, uh, UFC fighter of all time? Hmm. Yes and no. Yes, because what Miocic has done, no other UFC heavyweight champion has ever done. Mm-hmm. Daniel Cormier, double champ champ. Yeah. The double champ champ does what the <laughs> fuck he wants. But um, I would have loved to see John Jones go up to heavyweight, see how he would do. Mm-hmm. But um, I mean, as of right now, yeah, I, I think it's the best trilogy right now. The for, best trilogy. Yeah. Okay. I think so right now, yes. And um, uh, I, I love Cormier, especially since he's a local guy. Yeah. But I just think uh, just Miocic is just a little bit too much. I, I think he got overconfident the first fight. Mm-hmm. And the second fight, he just fought him beautifully. I think if uh, I the greatest trilogy of all time, I think so, mm-hmm. given how the first two came about and ended. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, I'll agree with the greatest trilogy uh, of all time, uh, unless uh, there's a part two or part three to Jones Cormier, which we'll get into Rumors in a second. Are, yeah. Um, Sugar Sean O'Malley. Sugar Sean. Sugar Sean. I don't have the the. I don't have the drop anymore for Sugar Sean, dude. I don't think so. Oh, no. Uh, uh, so no. Uh, so if 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 Stipe wins. Mm-hmm. He is the greatest heavyweight of all time. Yeah, I think so. If Daniel Cormier wins, he's not the greatest heavyweight of all time because he's been a light heavyweight for most of the most time, of right? his career. Yeah. So, like for me, I haven't seen enough. Yeah, uh, I I'm a Cormier fan. Uh, one I, of the greatest fighters of all time. Yes, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. But not like one of the greatest heavyweights no. of all time. Um, so I've I've heard I've heard this this main event call, be called a lot of things. Um, uh, the greatest trilogy it is deciding who's the greatest greatest heavyweight of all time. It is not. I I think that um, if Stipe wins, I think that puts him uh, for now at least as the greatest heavyweight of all time. But I not agree. not Daniel Cormier. Uh, we can talk about him at two hundred five. Yes. Yeah. Uh, we could talk about his overall body of work as one of the all time greats. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. But um, if he wins the greatest heavyweight of all time, no, I don't think so. Uh, and that's actually where I want to start. Usually we work our way down up. I want to talk just straight, uh, main event first. Okay. Um, do you think this is Cormier's last fight? 
Nah, hell no, dude. The reason why I say that is because, one, even if he says he's done, hey, he's still going to be relevant in the UFC, mm-hmm. commentating, being an analyst, mm-hmm. doing this, this, and this, and that. But everybody has a price. Yeah. Everybody has a price. And I think if they decide to be like, hey, you know what? Fight John Jones at heavyweight, watch for this much money, or even at light heavyweight, mm-hmm. or fight, let's say, like a Brock Lesnar. Yeah. Tommy, yeah. he won't come out of retirement yeah. at least one more time. Mm-hmm. I think um, 50 50, but I'm leaning towards more him not being completely retired. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, you never know. I mean, especially or like what they say, you know, fighters always has that fire in them to fight, and mm-hmm. so um, I don't know, man. I I I, re- I really don't think it'll be his last fight. Maybe it'll be a while till we see him fight again. But um, yeah, like hang it up, dude. What happens? Cause what? So what I'm thinking is 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 as I'm seeing this fight play out, right? Um, and let's say Stipe wins. Mm-hmm. And Cipe goes, I have no reason to fight Daniel Cormier again because I beat him twice. Yeah. Um, I'm looking at whoever's next, mm-hmm. right? Okay, so Francis Ngannou's next. Mm-hmm. Francis Ngannou beats Stipe. Or let's say Stipe wins, but let's just say Francis does. Mm-hmm. But 30 fall ones, right? Huh? 30 fall ones, right? 30 fall ones. Yeah. Stipe uh, won. Francis is in line to to fight the, the, the winner, I think. Mm-hmm. So let's just say that that happens. Stipe wins over Cormier tomorrow. And then you have uh, Stipe Francis. And Francis wins. Mm-hmm. And over in the corner, um, uh, 15 feet away now, because whatever, they have to be away from the octagon. Um, he sees Daniel Cormier and challenges him and says, I want him next. Mm-hmm. You don't think the cons- competitive spirit within DC would want to fight him? I, I don't think so. And the reason why I say this, because I don't think it will sell as much money pay-per-view wise uh-huh. as whether as he would fight John Jones again. Yeah, no, no, for sure. I, or Francis Agano versus John Jones. And he said himself, he would, he will never make the money he made with any other fighter than he has with, with John Jones. Mm-hmm. That's just, that's just a given, but say someone calls him out. Mm-hmm. Or or say John Jones goes, I'm going to heavyweight, and Francis is tangled up with Stipe, and they go like, well, I would like to fight. Let's just say they feed him Derek Lewis so he can beat Derek Lewis so Derek Lewis will stop winning because I don't like Derek, Derek Lewis. Derek Lewis is a champ, bro. He's, no, a, he's the truth, dude. I hate them, dude. He's yeah, like, dude. I can't My s- balls are hot. Yeah, and he, the other he's like, I got to take a shit or something. Yeah. Dude, I, the guy's funny. I like him. I just like. I, As I don't, a fighter. I don't like him, dude. I like him, but I don't like him. Um, he's ranked number four, so I can't. What can I say? Nothing. He wins. He's in the top five, sure, but I, I just, I, I dude, Cormier beat him with one hand. <laughs> Jesus Christ, what the hell was that? Oh, scared the shit out of me. Oh, the ring. Someone's so there is motion at the front door. Oh shit. Um, uh, so um, um, what do you call it? Maybe I should remove the Bluetooth from that. I'll tell you one thing. Yeah. If Cormier fights Francis Ngannou, yeah. Cormier is going to dominate Francis Ngannou. Mm-hmm. He will take him to the ground and just demolish him. Yeah, Cormier is world-class wrestling. Yeah, and Ngannou just, you know, he relies too much on his, on his power. It's like they say about black belts uh, in jiu-jitsu. There are black belts, and then there are black belts. 
and and there are rustlers, and then there are rustlers. And Cormier Daniel Cormier and is is the elite and level. Habib. And and me. And you. And me. Yeah. Mixture in there. Yeah. Elite level. Like that's that's le that's that notch that not everyone has. Yeah, you're definitely up there. Probably like yeah. top two, two hundred maybe. I beat Brock Lesnar with the broken hand ones. I beat him, dude. Dude, dude. Trust me, dude, it happened. Whenever you want, bro. He's, he's on steroids, dude. When you you want the second rematch, you want the rematch, dude. I'm here. When did the first one take place? Hmm? When did the first one take place? I was back here, dude. He like, was driving by. He goes, I'll fight anyone. Oh, here in the east side of Salinas. And, and you didn't come out. And I'm like, all right, well, oh. you know, I guess I'll do it. And So in the heart of East Salinas, yeah. he just drove by. Drove by. Hmm. Yeah. He, uh, he said, I was looking at real estate here and like, blah, blah. And I'm, I beat his ass and he's like, oh, I'm not going to live here. Then I'm like, all right, cool. It's unbelievable. Yeah. No, it yeah. was, dude. It was crazy. Um, I should have been there, man. Dang yeah, it. Yeah, I, I called you. You like, oh, I got things to do. I'm like, all right, cool. <sighs> I must have been boning down or something. Ooh, dude. So anyways, um, yeah, so uh, what were we talking about? Okay, so Francis uh, and whatnot. I don't think Daniel Cormier, I don't think he's done. Uh, I think that there is still, regardless of how much he says he's moved on from a John Jones fight. I don't think so either. I don't think so. And uh, who was it? Uh, was it um, was it Ariel Hawani or was it El Cutie uh, Bredo Komodo? Bredo Komodo was a cutie. He's a cutie. He's a cutie. dude. He's my dream, dude. He's slick, dude. Yeah, yeah. I like him, dude. I, I like him better than fucking Ariel Hawani. I, I think Hawani's a big-ass fucking-ass kisser, dude. Yeah, I there's no, and I think that's why he gets more interviews than Brett does. Um, Brett's a little more kind of like this is a matter of fact, and I think Ariel Hawani, I think his his show relies heavily on guests. Mm -hmm. Like it's like, especially since, since he's on ESPN. Uh, I'm not saying like say that like talk shit and say like they suck, but just be honest. Like yeah. I, I don't I don't think. Like, how often has a commentator on for NFL or NBA or Major League Baseball or someone been honest about, like, oh, well, he struck out there. Like, oh, blah, he's just not concentrating or whatever. And and, and the players don't get mad. I, yeah. I feel like he has said himself, Ariel has, that uh, that the fighters are very sensitive. Yeah, like super sensitive. Yeah, so it's just like. It's like a little blow to the ego. Yeah, like when I notice a lot when they go to him and they go like, oh, that fight was close. What would you think, everyone? He's like, oh, yeah, it kind of was close. Uh, the fifth round, blah, blah. But like, no, like if you say, if you tell it like it is, I don't see why they should get mad. Mm -hmm. I, I really don't. But they are sensitive, and I think that's why he does that. Uh, I just really wish that like we would just work off honesty here and just say, not, oh, this guy sucks, but say, hey, man, this guy, uh, you know, like, the reason why I don't like Derek Lewis is because when I look at the top uh, the top fighters in the heavyweight division, right? So, Stipe, Daniel Cormier, Cormier, Francis, um, Derek Lewis, Curtis Blades. Mm, I, Curtis Blades just doesn't do it for me, dude. I look at most. I, I feel like Curtis Blades is like a gatekeeper. To yeah, be between between one, two, and then four and five and stuff like kinda that. Kind of, kind of like that movie, uh, Thor. You know, yeah. they got the sword. You know, like oh, he's like, let me in. Have you seen that movie? now? I, I've seen. I I think I saw the first Thor. Thor with the the Idris Alba. He's like the gatekeeper, Idris Alba. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I he, feel like he, that's Curtis Blades. He's the um like uh like the uh, the usher. 
Basically, yeah. <laughs> it's either yeah. you will enter or you will not enter. Uh-huh. That's why I see Curtis Blades. He just doesn't really do it for me. I'd rather see... Who's, so who's Thor then? Is that Stipe because he's the champion? No, you're Thor. I'm. I, what, besides me. Okay, besides you. That's tough, right? At that point, because it's me again. Like it's it's. I'm tied for first and second. Yeah, yeah. You're t- you're definitely. T- Would you're, Francis be Thor then? Because uh, <laughs> when he knocks someone out, dude, I I I I never want to watch a murder like on live on TV. Like I don't want to watch it like live as it happens. I don't want to watch it in person. I feel like anytime Steve, uh, Francis knocks someone out, I feel 50-50 whether the dude on the floor not moving might be dead. Esmas, he has, he has so much power that he fucking made Cain Velasquez believe that he popped his ankle or some shit. Oh, my ankle popped out, bro. Nah, bro, you got knocked the fuck out, dude. Nah, he's touching his leg. My ankle. Yeah. It's your neck or your neck. Ah, fuck, both. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man, I remember watching that going to be so excited if I'm like, Cain Velasquez is back, baby. That's what I thought, too. I and I'm so like, oh, I'm like, you're about to watch world-class wrestling mm-hmm. take over. Fr- if 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 uh, if DC uh, with 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 one arm mm-hmm. beat Derek Lewis and DC says nothing but that Cain Velasquez would whoop him from one end of AKA to the other end of AKA, right where that golf course is at, Santa Teresa. Shout out to Santa Teresa Golf Course. Did I miss oh, you? Shout out to Dennis and Santa Teresa. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so, um, um, anyways, um, I'm like, if Daniel Cormier beat this dude, here comes Cain Velasquez. Cain Velasquez is gonna is gonna annihilate Destroy this dude him, yep. with world class wrestling, and, and I, it was like a ghost punch almost. Question. <laughs> uh, if Cain Velasquez would have would have been able to stay healthy for his whole career, where do you think he would have been right now? When when I asked you about greatest heavyweight of all time, we would have both. That, I wouldn't have asked you that today. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't have asked you that do you th- ever. Do you think he would have been champion right now? How old is he? He's like, how about Alexa? How old is Cain Velasquez? 38. I weigh already? Si pues. We got it. You know everything. Jesus Christ. Bitches, dude. Fuck. Always talking back. Shout out to my bae. I'm just kidding. 38 already? Jesus Christ. Maybe not. I Probably retired. Yeah. I think that at some point he would have maybe retired given that he was healthy. But the conversation that we just had, the question I just asked you mm-hmm. about greatest heavyweight of all time, that would have been him. Yeah, probably. That would have been him. If he would have stayed healthy. I don't see any guy in this top 10 that has the uh, cardio. That guy had amazing That, that guy had. I, I, I don't see it. I, I, I don't see it. i like to see him. I would have loved to have seen a healthy Brock Lesnar and a healthy Cain Velasquez Go at it one more time. You know which one was the most disappointing fight for me for Cain Velasquez mm. when he lost to Fabricio Verdum in Mexico City. Yeah, uh, Fabricio Verdum. As much as I hate that motherfucker, he said, "I came and trained in Mexico City for a whole month so I can get used to the elevation." That's fucking smart. That's genius. Yeah. yeah. So his cardio can be up to up to par. Yeah. Cain Velasquez didn't. He thought that his cardio was just going to 
you know, be on the same page as when he gets to Mexico City uh, yeah. in, that, in that elevation. Little did he know. My most disappointing Cain Velasquez match was um, WWE. <laughs> I think that that was a I think that that was a failed experiment there with him. Uh, yeah. The problem why he doesn't look like a pro wrestler. He looks all of a wrestler. You can't miss There's You see those fucking statues in fucking in Mexico and shit with those fucking yeah. faces on there? Yeah. That's how it looks like, dude. <laughs> it's like, oh, that reveal, dude. I, I feel like I'm like, dude, you're not, you're going to get hit a lot in the head, I think. Yeah. Uh, but what a shame, though, man. He yeah. can't stay healthy. Yeah, that would have been what could have been. Uh, he would have been mm-hmm. the greatest heavyweight of all time. Unfortunately, he is not there. Top three for sure. Top three. Um, yeah, maybe. Yeah. Um, why doesn't Stipe Miocic as the longest? He has the longest streak of title defenses yeah. at heavyweight, right? Yeah. Why doesn't he get the love? Like the minute John Jones jumps to heavyweight, I don't care who the champion is. I don't care where. Francis is where Curtis Blades, Derek Lewis, Junior Dos Santos, Rosenstruck, Overeem. I don't care where they're at. Mm-hmm. The minute John Jones arrives at heavyweight, and he will one day arrive at heavyweight, mm-hmm. he, he'll be the talk of the town. How- Why does Stipe not get the same recognition as... I, I feel like Junior Dos Santos gets more recognition than he does. I feel like Overeem gets more recognition. I feel like... Because he's boring. Yeah? He's boring. Um, Don't get me wrong. Phenomenal fighter. But just his his personality... Yeah. It's like he's one of those dudes that just clocks in and clocks out. Clocks in, clocks out, yeah. That's it. He goes, yeah. goes about his business, does whatever the fuck he does. He tries to lay low so fucking... Management won't tell him shit, and he just clocks out. I feel like he's one of those type of people. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, that, that's what I mean when I say boring. Yeah. And um, well, Cain Velasquez. I mean, fuck. I mean, let's be honest. I mean, there's a large, fucking, huge, uh, Hispanic community that follows yeah. MMA, and if and Cain Velasquez being Mexican, he's gonna have a huge following. Whereas this fucking Croatian guy, which I'm not saying he sucks, he doesn't suck, but no. he's just he's boring. Yeah. I think he's boring, and I, I don't think he knows. I don't think he knows how to fake it to sell more tickets. Do you appreciate that about him? That he doesn't know I how do. to fake it, so he doesn't. I, I do because he's staying true to himself to who he is. Mm-hmm. He's like, "Fuck it, you know what? I'm just gonna go in and do what I do, and uh, beat people, get my money. Fucking I'll, go I'll, home. Yeah, go home. Whoever fire, fights next, you're a firefighter. It. Yeah." And then come back whenever the next challenge is. I agree. Yeah. So the so that's why I don't know. Like, wh- wh- why do you think? I think that uh, I was watching the um, press conference that they mm-hmm. had uh, today. Um, Daniel Cormier isn't the most. He's not a Conor McGregor. No. He's not going to sell the tickets right by being like is larger than the, than the business type guy. But he was, he was overwhelmingly entertaining because he was next to a Stipe. Neither yeah. guy is like really like talking smack or, or being this character or being whatever they may be. I think that, I think he is, a Stipe is the San Antonio Spurs. Uh, he's, he's boring, but it works. Very boring. 
He's college football to me, or high school football. Where it's he's like Alabama football. Handing off, handing off uh, checkdowns or whatever. Um, if it wasn't for Tom Brady and the, the Patriots still did what they did, um, they're boring as well. It's checkdowns. It's handoffs and checkdowns yeah. most of the time. Um, I think Stipe is that. I think that his persona is very much, um, I'm here to do a job and I'm here to go. And then I want to go I'm home. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't care about anything else. And and I think that you still have a little showmanship. It is why it is why uh, Cain Velasquez was a failed experiment in WWE. Mm-hmm. He... He wasn't entertaining at all to talk to when he was in the UFC. Yeah. He, he, just, he just doesn't have that ache factor. No. So, so, Stipe is the same way. Like, where he's just kind of like, I'm just here to do work, man. I, yeah, whatever. Like, I'm here to do work. I'm here to go home. I also think one other thing, dude. Um, I don't think the UFC likes him. I don't think Dana White likes him. I don't. It's easy to like Daniel Cormier. He's a he's very much like oh, I'm just here, happy to be here and uh, have a good fight. You know that's just me. So there isn't an entertaining factor with DC, but DC has brought the UFC uh, John Jones one and John Jones two. So he's brought them some money. He's yeah. brought them some attention with Brock Lesnar. He does a lot of uh, he does Ariel Hawani's show. He does. Um, uh, commentating, he does. He he's a ratings guy and the commentator for a UFC four, whatever yeah. the video game is. Uh, he does um, como se llama? Uh, detailed on ESPN. Mm-hmm. He does all these things to promote the UFC outside of the UFC. So of course that uh, uh, Dana White's gonna be like, oh, if, if DC's my champion or for from for life. I'd be happy with him being my champion for life. Of course you would. Mm-hmm. He's out there being your brand ambassador for yeah. everything. Like people go like, oh, like look at a uh, like uh, all, like Tony Romo left the Cowboys to go do uh, broadcasting. Ha, <laughs> Jerry, uh, figure it out now, dude. Jerry Jones has Tony Romo on CBS has uh, um, has um, Troy Aikman. Troy Aikman on Fox, and and he had for a little bit. He had Jason Wynn on ESPN. You he gonna, you, he he was oh, so man. bad. Jason Wynn, I love you, dude. You're my tight end. But thing is, why, why does Troy Aikman look like he's always fucking hungover, dude? He is. Oh, okay. Makes sense. We, we go drinking the night before, uh, and, and he just can't hang. I guess I never got Speaking of hang, again. are you done yeah. with your beers? Are you ready for the 120-minute uh, dogfish head? Are you think, ready? I don't think you're ready, dude. I don't think you're ready Bring for this jelly. jelly. I don't I think, think you're ready, ready for this jelly. jelly. Bring it on! Something booty. Bring it on! Bring it on! Is that part of the song? Bring it on! Oh no! Like I was talking, like like in the background of the song to like bring out the beer, like bring it on. Oh, do you think that? Um, I don't know if I can make it over here with the microphone, but I will. I'll try at least. Um, do you think that that's the lemonade or como se llama con Becky with the brown hair or kitchen gatos the the uh, Beyonce and then um oh Destiny's Child. No, like she had that song where like supposedly Jay Z was with this other chick and, and oh um yeah lemonade or Becky yeah. with the long hair or Becky, okay? yeah something like that God showing my showing I guess showing our age but um I think I was telling you that I'm like that was a publicity stunt because supposedly it was a song about like Jay Z cheating on her with this chick Becky with the brown hair the long hair or gichingados. Mm-hmm. And um, people are like, oh, yeah, get him, Beyonce. You know what I think, dude? Mm. I think that was all Jay-Z's idea. 
Uh, yo, B, tell all these people that fucking ho, 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 or whatever he laughs. Um, uh, tell all these people that fucking I'm macking these checks and you're mad and you're not going to take it. And then we'll sell millions of records. Um, se llama esa canción, wey? Um, but anyways, I'll find it. Uh, where were we at? Fuck. Um, actually, we were talking about Dogfish Head. Uh, 120 minute IPA. First time um, trying it. First time trying Ra, This is Ra's first time trying it. Uh, Dogfish Head, 120 minute IPA. This is the Imperial NPOL. The one we're having, and I mentioned this to you earlier, the one we're having is 16% alcohol by volume uh, for 12 ounces. 12, uh, and it ages well. It ages well. So the, I was telling you earlier that I'm aging this one for three years now. And I want to have that. So we'll see what's up. Uh, this is, to me, dude, the holy grail of beers, dude. Uh, by the way, Dogfish is not paying for this if uh, Dogfish Head wants to. Just send beer. Just send beer. Like, you don't have to send cash. Just send, send, send a four-pack. Get us a drunk. F- a four-pack a month. Well, that's actually, that actually okay, wouldn't be a bad idea. That, dude. Yeah, Four pack a month, idea. dude. Uh, so anyways. Hey, Dogfish, um, don't be a fucking shithead. Yeah, dude. Uh, so, um, yeah, Dogfish has a lot of good beers, dude. Cheers, man. Cheers. <sighs> kind of scared. It's actually not bad at all. It's really, really, really good, dude. It is... Yeah, I I I almost want to say, dude. Yeah, that's actually not bad at all. I haven't had anything as far as experience that I go through while having a beer. Yeah, as I do with with uh with a hundred and twenty minute IPA. I feel like they kind of went in like smell like the smell wise went went in kind of like hoppy like strong, mm-hmm. but as soon as you drink it, pretty smooth. Pretty smooth, right? Yeah. Being sixteen percent, not that bad. But I'll tell you one thing though, like in the, like that girl from uh, what's that movie called? Don't be a mess to society. I can get a little crazy. I can get a little crazy. Go on and get crazy, <laughs> girl. You came here with the you came here with the six pack of Pacifico, and I was hiding the good shit. She bamboo. Well, I know. <laughs> I was like, damn. I was like, excuse I, me. I have not seen um, I have not seen that movie in the longest time. <laughs> uh, I love that movie. Um, yeah, no, so really, really good, right? I, yeah. It's one that you, you, you really kind of just chill and take it in. And it's one of those that I think, um, as you let it sit there, it's obviously going to like start to go into room temperature, mm-hmm. but, um, it's, it's, I feel it's part of the journey. So you start with the cold and it gets there and, and it's just, um, I almost have this like syrupy, like it has yeah. a syrupy feel to it. Um. Uh, it is really good. Um, mm-hmm. It's by Dogfish Head. Um, they're a Delaware company, I thought. Um, and um, I thought the history of Dogfish Head was that the owner, I think he was fed up with his like cubicle office job or whatever it was. And he's just like, I just want to do beer. Um, his first beer he made was a pumpkin pale ale. Pumpkin Ooh. pale ale, pumpkin ale, pumpkin ale, pumpkin ale. And uh, he went to a, a festival. And he ended up winning first place for it or something like oh, that. Shit. So they're like, oh, man. And people were like asking him right then and there, like, dude, I want to have some more of this. So he ended up making more. He ended up selling some. And uh, he ended up uh, creating his, his his beer company after that. Quit his job and just did that. And uh, Dogfish Head comes from, I think he was taking a walk with his dad 
Sam, Sam Caleoni is his name. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, he was taking a walk with his dad and um, he was telling his dad how he just didn't want to work where he was and he kind of needed to run that through his dad. You know, his dad was kind of like, uh, like, you know, like get a job, you know, like type thing. So he's just kind of like trying to talk to his dad, tell him like, hey, dad, I think I don't want to work in corporate America anymore. Mm-hmm. Whatever it was, his job was. And he's like, well, what do you want to do? He goes, I think I want to do beer. And, he, and his dad's like, well, fuck, let's get on it. Like, mm-hmm. let's get let's get some equipment. Let's let's do this right. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, do it the right way, right? yeah. Do it the right way. And he goes, like, I don't know what to call the company. And at that moment, they stopped on an intersection that was called Dog and Fish Head or something like that. Mm-hmm. And his dad was like, well, why don't you call it this? And he goes, call it white. And he points up at the sign. He goes, like, Dog Fish Head. Something like, I, I need to find the exact uh, thing. That's but, pretty cool. But it was something along the lines of that. And uh, Dog Fish Head was born. And um, and voila. Uh, yeah. So, um, yeah. 120 minute IPA. I think the holy grail of, of IPA uh, IPA beers for sure. Mm-hmm. Uh, we were talking earlier before we got started about uh, Pliny and stuff like that. Pliny's yeah. good and so is Pliny the Younger. Uh, but um, at the end of the day, if there's one IPA I could have for the rest of my life, it would probably be this. Dog Fish Head. Dog Fish Head. 120. Um I like a lot of the beers. They're, they make some pretty good beers. Um, uh, the the one that the two and a half people listening, there's a I think there's a midget in there, or sorry, high de- <laughs> high delayed person. Sorry. Uh, it is. They get emotional. They get emotional. If anyone finds Dogfish Head Worldwide Stout, um, for one beer, I'll give you fifty bucks. Damn. Um, I don't think. I don't think he's ever listened to a single goddamn episode, but one of my friends, uh, Hector, um, uh, from San Jose, um, I had, I went with Josue. Josue went to go visit me in San Jose, so mm. I took him to Yard House. Okay. Um, and we went there, and we were ordering different beers, and he's like, he, the, 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 Josue's like, well, I'll have this, and I ordered something else, right? And the, the waiter was like, um... Uh, the waiter was like, he goes, hey, guys, um, I'm going to save you guys a little money here. And I'm like, all right, cool. With the discounts. Yeah, yeah hell yeah. Awesome. Hell yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Let's say Steve. 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 Huh. So, so I was like. It's, like, uh, it's actually Adam. Uh, oh, shit. Adam. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> you look like a Steve. Uh, I'll call you Adam, though. Your name's Adam. Uh, so, so he's like, I'm going to save you guys a little bit of money. He goes like, I'm going to have you guys buy this beer. And I look at it, and it was $19, $18, algo así, dude. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it was that. Or was that the alcohol percentage? It was expensive. It was two beers. Whatever I was ordering, yeah. when I looked at that, I went like, motherfucker, dude, this is the price of two beers. How are you saving me money? And I told him, I'm like, hey, man, really quick, the beer I was ordering is 50% less. Mm-hmm. Like, what's up? And he's like, you're going to only have that one. Mm-hmm. You're like, oh. And it's going to blow your mind. And he goes like, trust me. He goes, you can you can, you can, can be upset at me after if I'm wrong. And he goes like, I'm going to order order you guys those beers and walks away. Mm-hmm. He doesn't weigh, you know, the customer's always right. Ah, fuck that. Give me my whatever. Walked away. Came back. Brought us Dogfish Head Worldwide Stout in this cup. And one sip, and it was the most amazing thing. You're like, you motherfucker. Yeah. Like, you motherfucker. Like, I was like, fuck. It was good. And that's the only beer we needed. And it was, I think the 
Yeah, I think I'm right. Well, I don't know what the I don't remember the price now. I think the alcohol percentage was like 18, 19 Fuck. percent. But the fact that he did that, we and we had that, and that's all we had to order. You know what? You know what's funny? The best times that I've had at bars, BJ's, Alvarado Brewery, any bar. I normally go in with the typical Modelo, Dos Equis, shit like that. So the regular IPAs. Something, something safe. Yeah, something yeah. safe, you know? I have learned that if I tell them, surprise me with a really good beer. I've mm. had this, 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 and this, and that. It has never failed that they have given me good beers. Yeah. Mm. It's fun, too, because as soon as they bring it, you're just like, okay, like I wonder what the fuck this is. So he, he, like, the the waiter waitress just waits, and they're like, well, try it. I try, I'm just like, hey, I was like, this is actually not bad. Like, one time, I, um, first time I tried the, uh, the shoots. Yeah. Was actually at the, at the yard house, actually. They, they had the shoots. Because they have, like, what, over 100 and something beers? It's 150. Yeah. I think. So, so I told the bartender, uh, the, the waiter, I was like, you know what surprised me? This, this is what I normally drink, blah, blah, blah. You know what? I was like, okay, I got you. Drank it. I was like, dude, this is actually pretty good. What is it? Oh, the shoots. Something it's like a blue label. The noggin, the nogginizer. Something maybe. I don't know. Yeah. But everywhere I go now, m- most of the time, if I want to be spontaneous, I always tell them, "Hey, surprise me." It hasn't failed yet. So, for you people that like to try new beers, do that. It'll surprise yeah. you. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. I was just asked uh, what my thoughts were on Tom Hanks as an actor. Well, Tom Hanks? Yeah. The greatest of all time, I think. He's fucking... He's up there, dude. Would you... Uh... Sorry, I have my laptop in front of me, dude. And it's to pull up some of the fights and some of the records and stuff like that. And I got some messages, so I thought I'd address them. I was asked um, Tom Hanks what my thoughts were on him. Liz, Oswes, Oswes fiance, mm-hmm. asked me because as just an actor, I love him. The greatest of all time, I think. I, do you not think he's the greatest? I don't feel like you don't think he's the greatest of no, all time. I, I think he's top top five for sure out there. Who's better? You. Most lists. Whenever I ask you who's better. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm. Oh, I'm, you're, oh, you're already expecting yourself. Uh, yeah, but who's two and down is basically what I'm saying. Me, you. Okay, so when I say that, I say me, then you, then, then. Oh, Ariane. That's true. Um, nah. I'm, okay, okay, okay. Now for real. Yeah. So whenever I watch a movie, I really like to watch. Believe it or not, okay. So Tom Hanks for sure. Mm. Denzel Washington. You gotta love the guy. Denzel. Um, I have a couple of complaints about him, but I'll let you finish. Uh, Denzel, you know who's actually really, really good, and he doesn't get a lot of credit or recognition is Jake Gyllenhaal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think that guy, especially in the movie Nightcrawler. Yeah, dude. That Nightcrawler movie was so was sick. Fucking bad. That's so dude. sick. Yeah. People don't give him the recognition they deserve. Me, myself, Ryan, you've met him. Mm-hmm. There was another guy that we roomed with, Edwin. We went to go watch that at uh, uh, Eastridge in San Jose. Okay. Shout out to Eastridge. Shout out, shout out to AMC. Uh, please send us free movie tickets whenever you're back open. 
They're going to open soon, I think. Que me manden cosas, dude. Shouting him, mother, like, who the fuck are you guys? <laughs> like, all right, here we go. Like, yeah. yeah, yeah all, all three and a half people that listen to you. <laughs> um, uh, <laughs> like, hey, but that's three more people right there. That, that is three, because right now no one's going, dude. Exactly. Right now no one's going, dude. I'll go. Exactly. See? Go. So, uh, yes. Every, uh, so, anyway, so um, shout out to everything. The Nexus, dude. Ferrari. Shout out to Ferrari. <laughs> shout out to... <laughs> What a sick guy, dude. Shout out to Crystal Champagne, dude. <laughs> what? Moet. Shout out to Moet. Dude, you Champagne can, Moet. Dude, then, then the next time we have a show, you're you're drinking that, dude? dude. 1942 Don Julio. Dude, yeah, dude. I mean, what, you know, I, I think uh, I, I you should you should send me another bottle because the other one's empty. Ha! Um, no, so um, what are we talking about? So you're talking about Greatest of All Time. You have Denzel. Or Nightcrawler. We're going to go watch Nightcrawler. Yeah. Ryan and I were like, damn, that was good. That was really good, and then our our uh, our roommate Edwin went like, uh, I, I didn't get the movie. I don't I don't like it. What's there to get? That movie was fucking amazing, dude. He goes from fucking Prince of Persia to fucking this movie to being a romantic comedy mm-hmm. to this fucking lunatic. Yeah. Amazing fucking acting skills, dude. You know who else too? Shia LaBeouf. The roof. Oh, dude. Uh, I loved the movie, dude. The text. It was, it was good, right? I, I mean, I, I thought he... I don't want Actually, I shouldn't say it, but... Um, uh, it was a good movie. Um, uh, huh? I asked you this. Um, he wasn't Mexican. No, or not, no, 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 no. He wasn't a Mexican, like, acting as a Mexican. No. He was a white it, dude that grew, grew up, up around hood. that life in mm-hmm. the hood. Yeah, okay, cool. Because someone was like, oh, I can't believe, like, how dare they cast uh, Shia LaBeouf to, to be this uh, this uh, Mexican, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, I didn't see that. I, I, I've i known people that have grown up in the hood, and, and that's them, that mm-hmm. guy, right? And you... What was that movie? American Me? Mm-hmm. Was that American Me? Oh, the white guy. Yeah, so so th- that's been done before. Mm-hmm. So like, I I, I like the movie. Uh, Brian Ortega is a horrible fucking actor, by the way. Yeah. I kind of like the guy just hanging out, like whatever. <laughs> I think Brendan Shop did a better job acting in that movie with the sombrero or whatever. <laughs> but he didn't say a word. He just <laughs> holding a gun, dude. At least he didn't have his green jacket, dude. That's true. Finally, he didn't have his green jacket. A jacket that says "Thick Boy." <laughs> Um, thick. 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 Um, so Shia LaBeouf, so I had Denzel, Tom Hanks, uh Jake Gyllenhaal, Shia LaBeouf. I have um who else do I have in there up there? Um I won't say Robert De Niro or Alpacino because he they only fit the perfect description of like mafia gangsters. So I can't say them. Um who else? Who else? Who else is up there? Ah, shit. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. I'm thinking. Wait, wh- who were you saying? Well, I, I said uh, Robert De Niro or Al Pacino. I can't. I can't have a mother because they do such great acting when it comes to like being gangsters. Yeah. So I, that's my knock on Denzel. Yeah. Really? I think Denzel. No. If you haven't seen John Q, then I've seen John Q. That movie's fucking amazing. It makes me cry every time I see it. I seen John Q. I think he's the same dude, but just more pussy in every movie. Really? You think so? He's good as that same dude in every movie. <laughs> Give him uh, the heart transplant. Give him. The heart. <laughs> it's like every time it's just the same guy. Jake, Jake. Like it's just like, uh, dude. 
Okay, dude. Amazing. No, he's amazing. He's uh, okay. Um, he's amazing. He's um, I've said he's amazing. He's amazing. Uh, he's amazing. Uh, I don't think he's Tom Hanks. No, he's not. Um, here's how I. Here is how I, I I look at things. I look at what an actor does, and I'm like, could another actor have done that movie? And I look at I look at mother guy. Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Leonardo DiCaprio. Yeah, Leonardo DiCaprio for sure. Man crush, dude. That's that's Bay for me, dude. Mm-hmm. Actually, Man were, crush. been replaced recently. I think as as my top my top uh, guy I'd go gay for mm-hmm. was Zac Efron. Oh, you know who's overrated? Johnny Depp. Yeah. And as much as I love this dude, my biggest man crush, The Rock. You think he's overrated? Yeah. Acting wise, yeah. Well, he's an action guy. Like, just pure action yeah. guy. Like, well, even when dude, he tries to do comedy. I mean, sometimes he's funny, but... Eh. Anyway, when he played that guy uh, with the son that was kidnapped, it was like a true story. Oh, and, uh, Snitch. And he was supposed snitch. to be like like an average Joe. Yeah. Like, like, defenseless, trying to get his son back. But he's all fucking all of like 397 million pounds in one arm. And just like all, taking all the picograms in the world, dude. <laughs> yeah, hello, dude. And all the steroids possible. Yeah, and, he's, and he's in there. He's in there going like, oh my God, how am I going to get my son back? I don't know, Rock. How about you just go kick everyone's ass with one fucking tricep? Like, what the fuck? Like, when I saw that movie, the whole time I'm watching it, I'm like, I don't believe this, dude. Mm-hmm. How are you a truck driver? He Wasn't he a truck driver? Yeah, he's a truck driver was he dude. a truck driver in the movie? Yeah, I think he was. was. <laughs> well, he, well, he was the owner of the company. Hey, wait, how many? He was the owner of the company. How many truck drivers do you see that are like that, dude? None. Hey, let's go to pilot. Let's go to pilot right now. You'll never, you'll not see one that looks like that, dude. <laughs> I mean, well, not in Selena. <laughs> you know who else though is one of my favorite actors, also of all time. Yeah, Christian Bale. Yeah, I Christian Bale, dude. I've had uh, turned. Uh, como dijo este uh, Jason Kidd when he was it Jason Kidd? Who was it? Someone had said, "I'm about to turn the team a hundred, three hundred and sixty degrees." Mm-hmm. Which is the team sucked. He joined and said, "I'm about to turn the team 360 degrees," which is back to losing. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, but I have done a whole 180 on um, on Christian on Christian Bale. Um, um, when he came out in that movie with the Mark Wahlberg boxing, uh, what's it called? The uh, fighting. Mm-hmm. The fighter. Fighter. Sorry. And then uh, we did uh, Hostile. Hostile. Um, the Batman movies. It was amazing. I don't think I, I think I didn't like him because of the Batman movies mm-hmm. and not because I thought he sucked. I'm like, oh, that's just all he is. He's mm-hmm. just that Batman movie. And then he came out in The Fighter and, and then I started looking at some of his other movies. American Psycho, I think. Mm, yeah. He's bullying that chicken. He's flexing at the same time. I mean, you mentioned other things in the movie. Porque so. Because they mean. Yeah. No, uh, Christian Bell. Christian Bell to me. Um, I watched. Um, so I was on a George W. Bush um recently i was at george w bush kick and uh i watched um w mm-hmm. and then i also watched um vice okay and in vice christian bale is dick cheney the vice president mm. um not only people know even when you're watching it even if it was like is that dick is that really christian bale and i'm like that's christian bale like he did the movie and i think he gained the weight naturally too the the machinist the uh, christian bale the machinist 
where he was like, estaba bien chupado, dude. Like, like, like there was like, he was so anorexic. Oh, like, que so parece like, que tenía sida el güey. Uh, yeah, and um, he, um, I think what ended up happening is he lost so much weight that the muscle mm -hmm. was detaching from the bone. Oh, shit. Um, and they had to go back, sew it in, and all that stuff. And like he went from doing that, and his next movie was um, Batman, where he gave, like he bulked mm. up again. Um, Christian Bale has transformed himself like time and time again. Um, I am now a huge Christian Bale fan. Three Ten to Yuma, I really liked as well. I'm looking that at was great, yeah. I looked at his IMBD. I'm looking at his IMBD now. So Vice, he did that I liked. Um, uh, ¿Cómo se llama esa? The Machinist. Oh, That was really, that was super crazy, dude. Uh, and the machine is where he lost like all that weight to play that guy. Um, <coughs> what else has he done? Excuse me. Bless you. Sorry. Um, let's see. Uh, the Fighter, which we were talking about, Dark Knight. Um, American Hustle was really good too. Yeah. Uh, the Big Short, dude. Um, if oh, you with the lawyers and yeah, yeah, with the, yeah, with the, comedy, the, the right? housing, the yeah. housing, dude. Have you seen that? Yeah. Really good, dude. They a lot do, of good actors too. They do a really a great job. Of explaining the the housing bubble and the financial crisis mm -hmm. that happened because of it, the housing crisis. Um, I've I've watched I watched a movie recently, really good. Yeah. Um, I strongly recommend that movie. Uh, really really good. Um, I don't know how we got into actors and stuff like that, but anyways, shout uh, out one more guy, Joaquin Felix. Uh, Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah. Would you watch the his Joker movie? Yeah. What'd you think? I thought he was. In, he, I thought I thought he was amazing in that movie. Uh. I thought he was amazing. I thought he played the Joker as real life as a Joker would be. Yeah. I thought I thought he did that. Yeah. Um he dropped a lot of fucking weight too. Yeah. Man. Yeah. But um back to fucking UFC. Back to the UFC, which this all had something to do with that. Nothing uh, complete. Oh, uh so anyways, back to the whole listing real quick. Mm -hmm. And Liz and Jose thing. So um she asked me what I thought about Tom Hanks. Um and Love I said the, the greatest actor of all time. That's what I, that's what I feel. I feel like no, I don't feel like Denzel. I don't feel like Pacino. I don't feel like De Niro. Mm -mm. I don't feel like any of them would have been able to do Castaway. No, hell no. That or Forrest Gump. Or Forrest Gump. I don't feel like they could have spent a lot of the movie, carried a lot of movie alone. A lot of people don't also don't give Will Smith a lot of credit. But if yeah. you watch I Am Legend, almost the first full hour is just, just him. him. Yeah. Um, And he carried that goddamn movie. Mm-hmm. But anyways, she asked me what I thought about Tom Hanks. I told, I told the, guy. the greatest actor of all time. That's what I told her. She asked me that, I think, because... She hates him. I no, hate no, no. She likes him, but there are people that I said are overrated. Mm. We have his tequila right over here, George Clooney. Uh -huh. I think he's overrated. He's a handsome bastard. Hmm? Handsome bastard, but he's overrated. He's a handsome bastard. He makes a goddamn great tequila. Shout Which out. Is it? Shout out to Casamigos. Oh, oh, shout out to Casamigos. It's a, that's Clooney, dude. Oh shit, not bad. That not is Clooney. Bad. Uh, also, shout out to Casamigos. Uh, this is not a space sponsorship. You want to send Casamigos? Please do. If you want to, before get Don Julio beats you guys. Before. I get, dude. I'm just saying, dude. Yeah. Um. So uh, they're, they're probably with like so, like fucking Matthew McConaughey voice. All right. All, all right, right. All right. Let's send that. Let's send that guy some whiskey, <laughs> or some tequila, <laughs> whiskey too, if you have any. Um. Anyways, um, I said he was overrated. I don't think he sucks. Who? I, George Clooney. Oh. I don't think he sucks. I don't think he's a bad actor. I just don't think that this dude is... People blow him up to be something great. Yeah. Yeah. That's all I'm saying. Like He, he was great in the Ocean movies. The Ocean movies. Three key. I liked him in Three Kings yeah. with Ice Cube. Oh, Ice Cube and... The, what's the other guy's name? Um, ah, God damn. Um, 
Fuck. Uh, Three Kings. Uh, George Clooney, Ice Cube. Ice Cube, and the other guy does not matter. Uh, I guess I guess he doesn't. Uh, oh, Mark Wahlberg. There <laughs> you go. No, he does matter. He does matter. He does matter. Sorry, he does sorry, matter. sorry, sorry. Mark Wahlberg, please, 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 don't, don't call. I like Wahlbergers. I like Wahlbergers. Don't, 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 don't call. I do. I, I like Wahlbergers. Dude, shout out to Wahlbergers in uh, in Vegas, um, and also in Palo Alto. Um, they have a Wahlbergers in Palo Alto. Oh yeah, they do. Yeah. Shit. Yeah, we've been there before. Um, shout out good. to that dude. Uh, if you guys want to send free burgers. Ooh. I'm trying to feed us, dude. Oh, okay. Went, went okay. That, yeah, up. yeah. Well, in that case, let's see. Uh, let's go down the list. <laughs> Shout out to everybody. Fuck. No, um. So, uh, anyways, this has been a shameless plug show, and I, I don't think we've talked enough MMA. But anyways, uh, I like Clooney. I think he's good. Uh, I don't think he's great. No, uh, I agree. I think he's one of the probably the worst Batman's that that there was. Too. Yeah. Um. His mas his Robin was better. Yeah. Uh, um, so anyways, I said he was overrated and, mm. and they lost their shit and they, they he is overrated. Listen, that's what I do. And then also she, they asked me about, um, Sandra Bullock. Mm. I think she's overrated. And here's, you're going to tell me that she was good in the blind side. She was. No, I was going to say the movie where she's in space. Lost? Was is it lost? lost? I think it's lost. She lost? was, she was pretty good in that movie. But mm, I'd rather have Julia Roberts. Uh, I, I'd rather have Ronda Rousey as an actor. Uh, actress. Julia Roberts, another one that's overrated. Yeah. The only girl that I actually like that's an actress. I like I like a few. Uh, Angelina Jolie, I think, is really good. Uh, I think, ¿Cómo se llama la de Superbad? The Seth chick. Um, oh, um, the redhead. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, oh, you know who I love? Oh, that girl from Confessions of a Shopaholic, and she comes out in Wedding Crashers. Emma Stone. Emma Stone is the one I like. Yeah. Confessions of a Shopaholic, like Wedding Crashers, the one with Vince Vaughn, the one that Vince Vaughn likes? Yeah, she's fucking awesome, yeah. dude. Yeah, yeah, Dude, I saw, her, I saw her in the movie Tag. Mm. Oh, my God. Is that movie good, Tag? It's, it's pretty funny. Based on the true story. Yeah, it's based on the true story. It's, it's pretty good. You know, it's watchable. Yeah. But she is just fucking hilarious, dude. Huh? Which one? Oh. Told you. Yeah. That was my sister. Shout out to my sister. Um, Not a big Ronda Rousey fan, her. Really? Yeah, but she's huge into wrestling, and like, like she feels like, oh, like she lost in, in UFC, and she was crying, and blah, blah, blah. So she's trying to make a comeback and she, couldn't really make it. Yeah, and then like she was like, oh, she's in WWE, and now she left, and she's talking smack about, her, about the wrestlers and stuff like that. But anyways, um, anyways, back to how do we how do we bring this back? Uh, So anyways... Uh, so let me just ask you this off the bat. Uh, you, uh, UFC, uh, main event, Stipe versus Daniel Cormier. Who wins? Stipe Miocic. Wow. You want to think about that or? No. Let me ask you again. Who do you think wins in, uh, the main event tomorrow night? I don't know, man. That's a tough one, man. Stipe Miocic. That's a tough title. Oh, uh, <laughs> oh sorry. <laughs> um, okay. Well, you- no, oh, uh, how does he win? How does he win? You know what? I think this one has a chance of going... And why? And why? Okay. I think this one has a chance of going all five rounds because I think now Cormier is going to be watching more his lonja. You know, he fucked him up in the lonja. His lonja. <laughs> he did, dude. Like, hello, dude. But um, I, I think this fight going to be a little bit more technical, to be mm. honest with you. Mm. I think Cormier is going to try and take him down more. 
I think, and I think um, Stipe might be able to, you know, with withstand withstand that all that shit. And um, I think he'll. I think Stipe will knock him down once, but they, he won't finish a TKO. Um, I think he'll tag Cormier more, to be honest with you. But I think it'll go all five rounds, and I think he wins. I don't want to say unanimously, but probably split. So you think it goes all five all five rounds? I think so. I think so this time. Okay. In. I I just think that. I don't know. I, I feel like that first loss really, really pissed off fucking Steepy. Like, yeah, it, he's like, mad actually. Like, it, like not, not only that, but like it bothers him that people are a lot of people. A lot of people are going with Cormier because a lot of people love a nice fucking, you know, uh, ending to a story. You know, yeah, like like right off around, like like right off on the sunset, whatever. That's what Cormier wants to do. But I think Steep is like, you know what? Like, fuck that. I'm being, like, I feel like I'm being overlooked. Like, fuck this motherfucker. Mm-hmm. You know, like, I'm going to beat him. Mm-hmm. So I think he's going to come out a little bit aggressive, but a little bit more cautious. Mm-hmm. So um, I I really do think it goes to five rounds. If it doesn't, I think it'll end up in another TKO. By Stipe? By Stipe. And if Cormier wins, I think Cormier wins by submission. Okay. Arm triangle. Arm triangle. Wow. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Jeez. Okay. Um. I think that the best fighter mm-hmm. in the first two fights has been Daniel Cormier. Mm. Yeah. He knocked him out in the first one. Mm-hmm. He was winning that second one. Mm, yeah, kind of. Yeah. I think he was winning that second one. And then he abandoned ship. Yeah. I don't. No, why? Yeah, and then Steve finally realized, you know, he a pinche lonja, he's bound to bend. <laughs> um, there was a part in the fight where where Daniel Cormier went back to his corner, mm-hmm. and they told him, "Hey, you got to do this. Put, you know, uh, don't just trade with him. Uh, put your guard up." I don't know what they were saying. We could run it back and watch the fight, but there was a part in there where uh, Daniel Cormier said. Uh, why am I am I winning or am I losing or something like that? Right? Am I losing? People thought he was checking to see whether he was winning or not. He wasn't checking to see whether he was winning or not. He was trying to tell his corner with attitude. Oh, you could choose mine. Um, he could, he was telling he was telling his corner with attitude. Why? Why do I need to change anything? Mm-hmm. Uh, why do I need to change anything? I'm winning because I'm winning. Yeah, and he was. Somewhere along the lines, he abandoned attitude, he abandoned ship, and he stopped listening to his corner. You know what? Thinking about thinking about it back, actually, I think he had a slight advantage going in, until like you said, he abandoned ship to what he was like completely was doing, and that's what Steve finally took took yeah. advantage. For that, I I will pick Daniel Cormier. Mm. I will pick Daniel Cormier. I don't like that this is his last. I think you uh, screw the right there. Yeah, and I should lock it. Um, I think Daniel Cormier wins this. I don't think it's his last fight. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I, I think there's going to be a Francis. I think there's going to be a really? John Jones. I think there's going to be something. Uh, I think there could be an immediate rematch with Stipe. Wow. 
I think that there is a lot of money to be made. Let's let's look at Daniel Cormier, a legend. He's had a lot of great fights. He's made a lot of money, but he's done a lot of that recently. Uh, he's 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 done a lot of that recently. He wasn't really a big thing till after thirty five. Mm-hmm. So he's in the money making time of his of his career as he's trying to exit, just like Jorge Masvidal. True. That's Jorge Masvidal has been in the game for for a Forever. long time, fighting people in his back in backyards, and then all of a sudden, you know, makes it to to uh, uh, MMA promotions and the UFC and Bellator, right? I think so. He was in Bellator for a while, I right? I think so, yeah. I think uh, for like a solid year he was in there, right? And 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 never got the recognition, lost quite often. Uh even when he won, no one cared. They care about him recently. On his way out, the difference between other people and um and Jorge Masvidal is he sees a clock ticking mm-hmm. down. And he looks at that clock every so often and goes like, I got only so much time left to make money. Make money. Game bread, right? It's not like game on or fucking anything else. Game bread. He's there to make money. That's why he took that Usman fight on short notice. True. Um, uh, that's why he took that Usman fight on short notice because it's about making money for him. Well, they're saying that he might fight uh, Usman now again. Yeah, and he should. I think so. Because it, it, it wasn't like Usman looked superior, Mm-mm. and they went all five. Mm-hmm. So... He they went all five and I and we'll talk about that. They went all five off of a guy that may or may not have been training, right? I think he was maybe light training, anticipating something could happen, and then he could wiggle his way in and and not ask for that fight, but renegotiate his contract and get the money he wants. And on top of that, had to go quarantine, had to weight cut with horrible conditions because they were quarantined. 20 pounds in that week. In a week. And he uh, still looked like that. Good. Which wasn't bad. People have looked worse against Usman on a full training camp. Because if you think about it, 20 pounds in a week is a lot. Because why? All your organs are depleted. They're completely fucking dried out. Mm -hmm. And for him to go out there and still fucking show something, show some type of life, that he can hang with the big boys, even after only just a week of training, that's insane, dude. So I, I really do do think he deserves a rematch just, yeah. to, just to see what he can do yeah. on a regular training camp. Yeah, I, I think so. I am, and, and and other MMA podcasts that we've done, I, I'm a huge fan of anyone that steps in there on short notice yeah. to get an immediate rematch and get a fair shot because they saved your card, they saved your main event, and they made you money. Mm-hmm. More. Uh, I think they said that they percentage-wise had sold more the week of this fight with Usman and Jorge Masvidal than they have in other periods mm-hmm. entirely. Mm-hmm. And and going back to ha- Habib and um, Ally Aquinta, I felt like Ally Aquinta should have gotten an immediate rematch with the full training camp. I I am a huge fan, and I uh, I'm thankful of someone saving a pay per view. Uh, and I feel like I need I owe them something, mm-hmm. and and I feel like Jorge Masvidal is owed an immediate rematch. Now, immediate tomorrow, no. Immediate with the full training camp and all that other stuff, yes. And if Usman wins, then fine. The only thing that bothers me about that, 
Because if you want to be fair, it, sh- it really should be Gilbert Burns. You, you And you felt that last time, too. Yeah, it really should be Gilbert Burns, but Dana White wants to sell pay-per-views. Absolutely. Who doesn't want to sell Especially in, in, in the how things are going right now. You want to make whatever you can because you, you're losing a lot. There is no gate. I wouldn't be surprised if Dana goes up to Gilbert's camp and just tells him, look, you're the number one contender. You should be the one fighting for the championship next. Mm-hmm. But the only shit, we're going to make Masvidal versus Duzman again. But you know what? Your next fight, we'll say that we're going to pay you this, but I'll give you an extra... Whatever. Yeah. A little something extra, yeah. Don't say anything. If you win, we'll give you the title shot then. Mm-hmm. I wouldn't be surprised if Dana does something like that on the side. Yeah. Um, I think that you're, you're a much bigger... You're. I don't really consider myself a boxing fan. I consider myself a boxing casual, maybe. Mm-hmm. consider myself a boxing casual. Um, I think they're doing something along those lines for... Um, Fury versus uh, Wilder. Wilder, where they're telling, um, uh, where no, not Fury versus uh, Joshua, oh, where Joshua. they're telling Wilder, hey, step aside, <laughs> we gotta get this fight out of the way. It's already signed though. The which one for uh, Fury and Wilder? It is for next year, it is. However, in the contract, there's a stipulation where Wilder can waive it mm. only if he says, ah, I need some more time. So I think the the fight to make, the money fight to make, and Joshua and Fury. Yeah, yeah. I I want to watch that. I want to watch it so bad. Wilder is, is the most overrated fucking boxer of all time. Why? Why? He's not a boxer. He's he's, he's just a brawler. There's yeah, a difference. Wild swinging. That, yeah, he's just wild. Just relies too much on his power. Granted, Tyson was you know it could be a wild puncher. But he was very technical. Oh, that was. If you want to talk about the sweet science, that second fight. Mm-hmm. Oh, dude, he um, it was Professor Wa- Professor Fury. Oh, dude, even in the first one, he was winning the fight. You thought he won that fight? He should have won was that, that fight. A, was that a tie? It was. What was it? A draw? It was a draw. He should have won that. You're saying Fury should have won that? Only because he got knocked down. If you if he wouldn't have got knocked down, I think Fury should have won that fight. Mm. He was taking him to school, boxing school. Waller is not a technical fighter. He is just a brawler. A guy that just loves to throw punches and relies heavily on his fucking power. Let me ask you this. So, Wilder Fury 3, if it happens. Fury. Same thing as the second one? Easy. Is what we're going to see? Easy. Yeah. Easy. If, if Fury does the same thing that he did, like put his body on him, tire him, tire him out, do this, do that, you know, I... I be more technical, a lot smarter, and not be as uh, desperate, I think he has a good chance of beating him again. Really good chance. Any combat sport will always be as successful as its heavyweight division. Mm -hmm. And you might disagree with me, maybe not. Uh, Others might disagree with me, though. Um, I thought boxing for a lot of years was lacking. Mm -hmm. And actually, a second part to that but was lacking because... Lack of interest in a heavyweight division. Yeah. Well, in like when the Klinchkos were champions or whatever. I, I don't. I don't watch boxing. No, I don't watch boxing. I watch. I watch boxing when uh, 
uh, Hagler was on there. Fucking uh, Tyson was there. Even when Evander Holyfield was trying to make a name for himself. Yeah. Because he didn't start off as heavyweight. He, he didn't start off as heavyweight. And uh, until this day, Mike Tyson said, I hated Evander Holyfield. Till, till, till this day. Have you ever heard that? <laughs> no, I haven't. Till this day. I, I'll play it to you. Uh, it's um, Wilder. Uh, it it uh I'll play it to you later after we're done after after we're done after anyways I'm sorry you were saying no um because Tyson was like Evander Holyfield is a far superior boxer than I am which technically Evander Holyfield was oh so can I tell you something about Mike Tyson mm. I think he's overrated really mask why who did he beat name wise. Oh, how about this? Sorry, not name-wise. Who did he beat that was technically sound? I don't know. I think he lost against every technical, technically sound boxer. I think he lost. He lost against Lennox Lewis, right? He bought. He, 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 he lost against uh, Holyfield twice. I saw him beat a bunch of plumbers, dude. Like a bunch of guys where I'm like, is this the guy he's boxing? Damn, yeah, I guess Dude, I'm not saying as much as I say you're right. When I say when I say when I say he's overrated, dude, when I say overrated, I don't mean someone sucks. I feel feel like when people say overrated or hear overrated, they're like, Mm. oh well, you think he sucks. You think George Clooney sucks? No, no, no. I didn't say that. No, no, no. If I if I film a movie I get I I honestly get what you're saying. If I film a movie and I could get George Clooney, I'm gonna get George Clooney Mm because he'll sell and he'll be solid and he'll show up and he'll be a professional, he'll know his lines, he'll know everything, he'll have some input, he'll have some 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 power with him. Uh he'll draw other people into the movie. I just don't think that they're that that I just don't think that Mike Tyson, when it comes to just these technically sound boxers, I don't think that he is. He, I saw him lose against everyone I thought was technical. Mm-hmm. Um, so to me, I'm like, is at, for the longest time, I'm like, dude, if Muhammad Ali boxed Mike Tyson, Tyson would just destroy him. Oh, uh, Muhammad Ali, I think so. But recently, I've changed my mind. I think Ali would just mop the floor with him. I think he just he would take him to school. It would be Fury Wilder. Um, I don't think Mike Tyson sucks. I'm actually a huge fan of his um, Hot Box uh, podcast. Uh, it's really good. It, well, he did knock out Larry Holmes. He did. Yeah. Um. Let's see who else. James Douglas. He was pretty good. Uh, there's just a lot of I think there's a lot of guys that he beat that were tomato cans that I just don't think they were that good. Like um I look like so here's his losses Evander Holyfield or Evander Holyfield, Lennox Lewis. Um uh, he he lost late in his career to Danny Williams, Kevin McBride, but um, Buster Douglas, he lost too, but I think Buster Douglas, he wasn't taking him seriously. And also Buster Douglas's mom had died recently. So like, you don't really fuck with the guy that just had his mom die. So I think, um, while he beat all these guys, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I think he lost against guys that were technically sound boxers mm-hmm. and, and it's all of, 
three or four guys, yes. And his record is 44 and 5, four, no, 50 and 6. Uh, one one disqualification, I guess that was to uh, the the ear with Holyfield, I think it was. Yeah, the second fight. The second fight. Um, I don't know, man. Uh, so I, I yeah, I think. Um, anyways, um, back to um, I really wish that Joshua and, and Fury fight happens. Uh, I think it's the one that needs to happen. Uh, so long as Wilder uh says I'm cool with them fighting, but I think he'll be cool with them fighting if there's some back end cash. Yeah, like true. if he goes like, you know what? I'll let them do their thing. I get winner, and I get an extra bump. True. And if we like, do oh, that, water cocaine. Oh fuck! Here you go. <laughs> <laughs> Here you go. Uh, so, anyways, um, uh, where were we on all of this boxing? Uh, Wilder Fury, Stipe, Daniel Cormier, Masvidal. Uh, so, anyways, um, Sugar Sean. Let's Molly. talk about Sugar Sean, dude. I love that guy. The next big, big star. thing. Mm-hmm. Sugar Sean O'Malley. Let me ask you this against Martin Vera. Is this a tune-up fight? Is this a just kind of like uh, give uh, Sean O'Malley a, a 13-0 a stat sheet there? Or, or, no. or should he really watch himself? I think, you know what? I, I think he's going a little bit too overconfident. Because mm. I, I don't think Vera is a guy that is an easy walkthrough, to be honest with you. I don't think he is. I think he's actually a pretty good fighter, finally. Yeah. And um, if he beats him convincingly, like knocks him out or just TKOs him or is something. Is his next fight a championship fight? Or is his next fight top a top five. top five? Top five, I think. I would like to see him if he's a top five. If he wins by split, a top 10, top 15 guy. Top 10, top... If he... Okay. Um, if he wins, but not by a fucking, like, uh, by like a split. Mm-hmm. If he wins by split, I would like to see him fight a top 10, top 15. But if he, if he wins convincingly, knockout or even a fucking submission early in the round or whatever, they throw him in the fire. So at Bantamweight, the champion, Pewter? Pewter Yon? Pewter Yon. Pewter. Hey, Pewter. Hey, kid. Pewter. Hey, kid, I'm a computer. I don't know if you've seen that on YouTube. It's yeah, funny. I don't, I don't know why it's funny, but I like it. Marlon Marias is number one. Aljamain Sterling, uh, everyone's favorite godson nowadays, Cody Garbrandt, uh, Corey Sanhagen, uh, Pedro Munoz, and uh, I, I uh, against Pedro Munoz. Jose Aldo. Pedro Munoz. Pedro Munoz. If he wins convincingly uh, tomorrow, the next fight, Pedro Munoz. I think so. If he wins against Pedro Munoz, championship fight? I think so. Do you think they've taken it? Um, do you think they've taken it slow with Sugar Sean O'Malley? Yes and no, because a he got injured, mm-hmm. so I feel like uh, and suspended for whatever. Yeah. yeah. So, um, like I said, yes and no. But at the same time, when you throw somebody into a lion's den, they'll show you who they really are. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. So if you throw him into the lion's den and he just completely gets obliterated and you're just like, all right, you know what? His skill level is just not all that. I think that's what that's where they fucked up on um, Brian Ortega. When he fought Max Holloway, I thought it was too soon. Yeah. I thought it was too soon. Um, <laughs> I was, 
I was telling Yvette, we were watching Embedded. She likes watching Embedded with me. me. And uh, we were, I'm like, that, I'm like, sure, Sean O'Malley. I'm like, that's the next big thing. Mm-hmm. And she goes, you said that? I, I almost punched her. I, I almost punched her. I said, she's like, she's like, uh, you said that about Brian Ortega. And I'm like, well, Brian Ortega was the next big thing. Mm-hmm. He made it to the, to a championship fight. They they pushed him a little too too uh they pushed him a little too soon. I thought. Brian Ortega, yeah, because if you think about it, where is he at now? Yeah. Uh, do you think he he was gonna fight soon? And I think he injured. I guess the Korean Zombie or who was it? Yeah, the Korean Zombie, and then he said he was injured. He's like, I, I could have fought, but I don't want to give you guys that. Um, I like Brian Ortega. I still think that the sky's the limit for him. I think he needs to learn striking a lot more. Yeah. Does he have a camp or what is or what is he doing? He has a camp in LA. But not really. Not like a AKA, no, not like a no, ATT no, no. or it, it, it's or, more like a gym type of thing. Yeah. I feel like he does jujitsu with Henner and then he does boxing somewhere else. Yeah. And then he does something else. And then he goes on runs by himself. And then he has cute blue eyes. He doesn't have cute blue eyes, dude. He's fucking a handsome dude. He is a handsome dude, dude. You know who I'm excited to see come back? Um, Brian Ortega? Yes no. or no? Wh- who? TJ Dillashaw. Ooh. That's soon, right? I love that guy, dude. That, that. No, TJ Dillashaw, that's soon. That has to be soon, right? That, Does he have a fight yet or it no? It was a two-year suspension. No, no, no. It was a two-year suspension, I thought. Mm-hmm. I thought he had a, like a two-year suspension. That should be soon, dude. TJ Dillashaw should be TJ Dillashaw should be soon actually. Like when he comes back, he had like a two year suspension, mm-hmm. and um, he should be back pretty soon, dude. That is a good call, man. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, TJ Dillashaw at bantamweight that that shakes things that shake things up, dude. Um, yeah, that would be sick, dude, to watch the TJ in two thousand nineteen. Dillashaw announced via Instagram that he would voluntarily relinquish the UFC Bantamweight Championship after USADA uh, and the New York State Athletic Commission found adverse findings following his bout against Harry Cejudo. Uh, blah, 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 blah. April 19th, Dillashaw, two-year suspension from USADA, April 9th. So it is retroactive, so he is eligible to fight and return on January 19th, 2021. 2020, okay. So soon. Oh, soon. That's not bad. Yeah. Uh, that's actually not bad, yeah. So he's probably uh August, September, October, November, December. He's probably planning July. training camp soon for maybe like a March return. Really, that soon? You think so? I think, dude. I would if I was Dillashaw, dude. Because he's already because he's already training like a motherfucker, dude, dude. Don't don't. I would not laugh at people that t- that are suspended and take a few years off because. It is miles off their body. Mm-hmm. If we're talking about and bringing it back to Sugar Sean O'Malley, he had a suspension himself. Well, like Thick and Boy he, said. And he came back. And who said? Thick Boy. Yeah. Thick. Thick. He's like, you know what? Like, I really think that this year or two years or whatever really helped you out. Mm-hmm. And Sugar Sean was like, yeah, I did. So I think TJ Dillashaw is going to appreciate the sport more yeah to be honest with you and i think he's gonna come out even more yeah. hungry dude yeah. to be honest with you and he's a force to be reckoned with dude i i i think that fight versus uh henry cejudo uh i, I think it deserves a second match henry cejudo's not retired right he's no. just kind of like just laying low 
Everyone else is retired at the moment. Uh, uh-huh. Connor and whatever nah. else. Shout out to Connor too, by the way, getting engaged. Every minute mm-hmm. there is a sucker born. Huh. Uh, mm, I was gonna tell you, um, that's another guy that got it too, though. Henry Cejudo. He realized that a his division was in jeopardy of being yeah. forgotten, and b he realized that he had to create this persona. Yeah. Uh, he did an amazing job. I love and hate yeah. you, dude. Yeah. <laughs> the whole fucking so thing with the snake. And, cringy. Oh, my I, God, dude. I hate it. And you know what? He's challenging women now. And, like, Valentina Shevchenko was like, game on, dude. Uh, she actually called Dana White and said, is he serious? Because I want first crack at him. Mm-hmm. And Dana's like, uh, no, he's not. No. She goes like, just remember. He's like, he's not, like. Um, he also had one where he found Amanda Nunes somewhere at some ca- red carpet uh-huh. and they were also facing off, I think too. And I was like, careful, that one might w- w- mop the floor with you. That mm-hmm. one might mop the floor with you. Um, I, uh, Miss Triple C, um, also Kobe Covington, another one that had to reinvent himself and create this character mm-hmm. because he wasn't this Trump guy and whatever else. And he saw this. As an opportunity to be relevant and not be let go like, and like sell some pay per views, yeah, Jorge Masvidal, another dude. I wanna, it'd be, it'd be nice to sit down with Jorge Masvidal. Uh, anyone, <laughs> unless he wants to come on here, Jorge Masvidal. We have all the tequila and beer you need. Uh, we'll cook some Mexican food. I'll smoke some meat for you. Whatever it is you need, dude. Okay, go, uh, dude. But um, we'll do the interview in Spanish, dude. Whatever you need. Mm-hmm. Uh, but um, watch Scarface. I don't know what is uh, whatever. Like, uh, w- w- doesn't he have his own tequila now? He has his own mezcal. tequila, mezcal. Mm-hmm. Um, bet you that's just fucking disgusting. Yeah, mezcal is disgusting. Mezcal is, I don't know if I had mezcal. I don't think I had. Yeah, yes, you did. The bottle that I brought you from Cancun wasn't bad. That one wasn't bad, but typically mezcal is just right fucking. Mezcal is just fucking. Uy. Uh, yeah. Uy. Uh. Because if it was good, you would have finished, like, that fucking Terramana tequila. I finished that, dude. I, I seriously <laughs> do. That's what I'm saying. Remember I sent you the picture? It was literally gone that day. <laughs> I'm telling you, dude. If it was, if it was like that, dude, you would have been finished. Dude, that, that 1942, I should have saved it. As much, I still have, like, that much left of a Johnny Blue Walker. Uh, Johnny, Johnny, Johnny Blue Walker. Johnny Walker Blue. Uh-huh. That 1942, dude, was gone in, like, a day and a half. Los tomé comer agua, güey. Like, I did. I drank it like it was water, dude. Your dad was like, yeah, No, it was me and my dad. My dad actually was having, had half of that. Um, I took that, I I took that thing on tour, dude. I took Uh, it to my in-laws' house. Nice. Uh, 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 what do you call it? A shout out to my in-laws. Um, uh, my, uh, my, my mother-in-law, uh, she, she doesn't do well with shots. Uh It's funny, uh, uh, my nieces, um, have, uh, Yvette's, uh, older sister's kids, have a, a dance that they do. And the dance is basically copying uh, their grandma's uh, mannerism when she has a shot of tequila. Mm. Because for her, most tequilas, like this one right here, dude, disgusting. Um, El Charro, I don't like it. Um, I don't like it. Sounds disgusting. Um, but whatever. Someone wants to have it, sir. We also have proper 12. Proper 12, it's there. But have, that nineteen, amigos. that nineteen forty-two, uh, I took it over, mm-hmm. and she drank that. Como nada, dude. Champ. Like, like she's like, 
I was expecting. I was expecting something else. This was like water. It was smooth. You know what though? Is it's good, but Jesus Christ, why is it that expensive? You know which one I thought I got more mad at? Um, uh, Clase Azul. Oh, okay, the white one, right? That is when we're t- since we're on the topic of overrated. Clase Azul, unless you want to send me a 1942 bottle. Mm-hmm. Uh, oh, Julio, send it. Send it right now. El Don. Don Omar. Um, otra, otra, la noche, otra, otra, otra. Dile como te. I don't know the lyrics. Wasn't Don Omar in Fast and the Furious? I think he was, yeah. That was him, dude. Yeah, it was him. You know what's good, Avion? Ooh. Yeah, have you, good. have you watched Entourage? I have. I've, I have watched. I watched the movie. The sh- so the movie was cool. Uh, oh, cool. I watched the entire. I have. The, do you have HBO? No, fuck. I ain't gonna pay that. Yeah, never mind. Um, I mean, shout out to HBO if you want to provide. If you, okay, dude, they won't watch HBO here for free. Actually- I'll give you the password, Todo, dude. You watch it from your home, dude. <laughs> <laughs> um, I have the uh, box sets and stuff uh-huh. like that. If you want to borrow them, um. I, working from home, I'll throw on. Uh, I threw on Entourage. I watched. I I think I finished the entire Turtle. thing. Turtle, 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 dude. Uh, a cutie now, eh? He is, dude. He is. No homo, no homo, no homo. No, no, yeah, straight homo. My dad's like, bueno, pues si estás feliz y tiene dinero, like you know, and, and statistically, uh, Ariane will be better off if I have a man. Uh, <laughs> um, no, but uh, where were we? Uh, Entourage. I have it. Mm. The show's really good. No, I have seen. I have seen the show. Not all of it though. You have to watch the show. It. If you look at the movie and go, I have a poster somewhere on here. I think it fell. But um, uh, if you watch the movie, mm-hmm. you'll you'll like it more if you watch the show. Yeah. The movie itself wasn't anything great. It's not something I would recommend. Like drop everything you're doing. They don't really do any touches to the show. If you if you, I, if you don't watch the show, if you don't I watch the think movie. it's uh, how long is the movie? Like an hour, an hour and, and a half? half? Yeah, I think it was. Uh, I think it was like six, seven episodes of Entourage put together. Really? That's what it was. Yeah, that's the show. Um, Ari Gold, uh, which is uh, what's his name, Jeremy Piven. I know that guy. That is the machine that moves that show. That, that is the that is the heartbeat that moves the show. You watch Ballers? I've watched Ballers. Um, the 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 white dude that opposite the Rock. Come on, okay. Sam. Oh, el, um, the bald dude. <laughs> yes. Uh, he. Okay, so uh, the Rock is the Rock is the attraction yeah. to the show. Yeah. Right. You're watching it because the Rock and do that 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 opening song with with Drake in it. Um, I don't like my women singles. I like them in twos. Ago. I like in twos. Yeah, twos ago, whatever. Anyways, uh, all of that's cool. Uh, produced by Mark Wahlberg. It is literally copy and paste from Entourage. Really? It's literally copy and paste. It's just change this, change the, the name, change the that. It's football now, not an actor, and boom. Um, Which thing is better? Yeah. Um, it's it's uh, that that dude opposite the Rock. He's the machine of the show. Mm-hmm. He keeps the show fucking just chugging along mm-hmm. and the rocks just being the rock and that's great and he's great in that show i like i'm a huge yeah. fan of, of of ballers but um same thing with entourage i thought jeremy piven was the machine that moved the show forward 
Um, the Goods. Have you ever seen that movie? That movie's amazing. Uh, which one? The Goods. The Goods. Dude, bring uh, uh, <laughs> my one of my uh, assistant managers back in the day at Office Depot was like, uh, I, he didn't know how to watch the movie. Mm-hmm. And he walked over to me and goes like, hey, this was, we were about open back to school. The next day was the first day of back to school sales. And he goes, hey, tomorrow's back to school sales. Make sure you bring your boner pants. <laughs> <clears throat> so the next day he comes in, I laughed because he thought I laughed because he thought I laughed because he, 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 because he just said because I thought it was funny. Yeah. The next day he comes in, I lean over to him during the meeting and go like, hey, I brought my boner pants. <laughs> and he's like, what? And I'm like, when someone brings your boner pants, you don't fuck around or whatever it was. Yeah. And he's like, what the fuck? We're laughing during the meeting. We were told to leave to the break room. Um, my first thing was with the old white guy doing cocaine in his fucking office. He's all, go fuck yourself, you bald-headed son of a bitch. I've seen more hair on bacon. I was like, what the fuck? I, was like, I like the part where Jeremy Piffin's giving that speech about Pearl Harbor. Oh, he's like, no more. <laughs> never again. Oh, never again. There you go. Never, never again. again. Everybody's looking at it little by the, little. The Asian dude um, uh, from, from uh, so, uh, The Hangover. The Hangover. Um, he's, like, he's like repeating it too but he's like never again he brought some ninja throwing stars a samurai sword there was no weaponry of so whatsoever I was like what uh, I also liked um, what was I talking about hot tub time machine oh, the, the office guy, uh, uh, Craig? Craig Craig Robinson, Craig Robinson. Um, I liked him in that movie because yeah. he was a DJ, and they're like, "Oh, play this song." He goes, "All right, I got you." He's like, good song. You you you, uh, you give up to them, you give up control. If you give up control, you lose everything. <laughs> Something like that. Uh, fun story about Craig Robinson. Uh, uh, we had a friend that was uh, in Hollywood. Oh. Um, he was trying to make it as a comedian. Uh, Little Larry. Uh, mm-hmm. Shout out to Little Larry. Little Larry has a podcast actually. Uh, Larry's uh, podcast, wrestling and stuff. I'll get the full name here in a second. Uh. But um, Lil Larry was was in in Hollywood trying to make it as a comedian, and every time we went, dude, he showed us a good time. He got us into the improv front row seats and everything like that, dude. Um, uh, he's he was very plugged in. He went on The Price Is Right and won the oh, whole shit. show at one point. No. Um, uh, he showed us a really great time. Um, had like a wrestling sh- uh, uh show thing with Rob Van Dam from WWE and ECW and stuff like that. And um, uh, he showed us, um, he always shows us a good time. So we were down there. Uh, um, let me see if I can find them. Um, but we were down there. Mm-hmm. And he said, hey, come by the improv. Um, Larry's new wrestling podcast and stuff is okay. the name of the show. He's a huge wrestling dude. Uh, the last time I talked to him, we talked wrestling for uh, pro wrestling for at least an hour and a half, two hours. Shit. Just on the phone. Just, yeah. just whatever. And um, he's very huge into that. He's a very funny dude, a very cool dude. Check out his uh, Larry's new wrestling podcast and stuff. Um, we went down to uh, uh, the Hollywood Improv, and uh, he got us in. And he said, he goes, all you have to do is buy two drinks two each. Two drinks, yeah. That's it. I've never, never been there, but my sister and her cuñado told me. They love it. He goes, I'll sit you guys front row. You guys see all the guys, blah, 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 blah. And all these dudes came up. Uh, all these dudes came up. And, and um, through the times, I went with Marco, my cousin Marco. Mm-hmm. And we we've seen a couple of shows there at the Hollywood Improv, um, and um, um, we we ran across a lot of people. Uh, there's a dude, um, Hispanic dude, that was on the Daily Show for a little bit. Um, we saw him there. We saw uh, we saw a lot of people go through a lot of 
real big time comedians working their act late night, mm-hmm. you know, uh, just kind of working out, trying to fine tune their craft. Um, we were there one night, Yvette and I, we were there, uh, we were there to watch the Dodgers and we, mm. um, anytime I've gone to LA, Yvette and I have gone to LA, Hollywood, LA, whatever. It has always been a great freaking time. Mm-hmm. I bet. It has always been a great freaking time, dude. I love that area, dude. I love Hollywood. I love everything, dude. Uh, it is kind of sketch where, like, when you're in Hollywood, if you take a left turn down the block, just two blocks down, a left turn, you're in some hood. And then if you go down another block to the right, you're in Bel Air. What the hell? Dude, it is, it is the weirdest thing, but it's cool. Mm-hmm. Um, we've always had a great time when we're there. Uh, we were there to watch the Giants. Uh, Lincecum versus uh, Kershaw. Mm. We were there to watch just after the World Series. That's the day that Brian Stowe, uh, the, the Santa Cruz got dude that up, got yeah. fucked up. It was funny because, not that, it was funny. It was funny that we had left the show, left the game, because I arrived in L.A. Um, with traffic and everything and Dodger Stadium traffic. Dodger Stadium is terrible traffic. Mm-hmm. We, got into the, we got into the game on an empty tank. Holy shit. So, uh, the Giants were getting killed. Anytime I've seen Kershaw uh, at AT and T or Comcast, whatever the fuck it's called nowadays, yeah, uh, Oracle Park. Um, anytime I've seen Kershaw pitch the Giants, he has stuck it up our asses yeah. every single time. I've seen him live. Yeah, so have yes. I. He's amazing. I, I've seen Kershaw pitch. I've had the pleasure of having him stick it on my ass nine times. Nine and zero is Kershaw against against the Giants when I'm there live. Mm. So we were there to watch the game. I, we arrived in an empty tank, and I said, "If this is a blowout by the sixth, seventh inning, we're leaving." Mm-hmm. Well, I was a blowout by the sixth, seventh inning, so we left. Mm-hmm. Also, it was really rowdy, dude. I was ordering beer, hat knocked off my head, beer trying to be slapped out of my hands, <clears throat> being shoved left and right. So um, I'm like, "We got to get out of here because this is gonna be bad." So I texted little Larry and I'm like, hey, little Larry, um, uh, we're we're heading back to our hotel. Like, what do you got, dude? Like, can we hang out? He was like, oh, I'm, I'm promoting at the Hollywood Improv. He goes, come through. I'll let you guys in. Just buy a few drinks. Come in. Mm-hmm. I'm like, dude, I'm going to buy more than a few drinks. And he goes, I'll get you guys front row. I'll see you guys right at the front, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, cool. Hell yeah. Yeah. Dude, I think I spent like 150 that night on just like food and drinks. Dude, it was a great awesome time. Though, when man. you're having a great time, dude, it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter if you have it. It doesn't matter. That's true. So we were there watching a bunch of just starving comedians trying to make it, like mm-hmm. trying to make it, dude. Like just in there, just grinding, putting work, and something I appreciate from those comedians that just day in day out will just grind and put in work. And all of a sudden, names started to come on stage, people you would recognize. Yeah. The the head writer for Conan O'Brien came by. Um, he was trying to like divert from Conan O'Brien's show and do his own thing. Mm. Um, uh, someone else came by, uh, and then um, uh, Craig, uh, not Craig Robinson, uh, kid from Kid and Play, um, uh, uh, house party and stuff like that. Um, oh, okay, and he came he came by, and that was fucking cool. <laughs> you know, like so it's like that was cool. I saw him come by, and then, um, uh, no, 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 um, Craig Robinson came by, mm-hmm. not, not, not kid from Kennedy Play. Craig Robinson came by, 
And he was a Craig Robinson, dude. How, how to Time Machine, The yeah. Office, and 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 uh, the works. Uh, what was it called? No, the Goods. The Goods. Mm. Um, came by and and I'm like, oh, this is cool. Mm-hmm. So he's up there playing the piano, being you know, just he wasn't like stand up, like oh, da 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 da. Like he was just kind of up to just being himself, entertaining the crowd. We were all happy he was there, type thing. Um, so, anyways, um. He's up there, and then all of a sudden, he says, I was supposed to come here with Kid. He was supposed to pick me up. He forgot, so I took a taxi. I brought a taxi here. And, you know, we laughed at that, whatever, blah, blah, blah. And he's just up there, just being himself, playing the piano. He calls, puts Kid on speaker, and goes, like, I'm at the improv. And then Kid was like, I'm at your house. He was right here in my house. We're late. We were supposed to be here, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, um, he starts playing the piano and then starts singing and then all of a sudden you hear, this motherfucker was supposed to uh, wait, pick me up, or this motherfucker was supposed to wait for me, or blah, 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 blah. Uh-huh. And you hear something like, where the fuck is that coming from? And all of a sudden, kid from Kid and Blake comes on stage. Oh, shit. There's <laughs> both of them up there just fucking talking shit to each other. It was fucking funny. They start playing music. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, everyone was like up on their feet, fucking dancing, <laughs> having a good time, dude. Just vibing. Vibing. And I'm like, this is day, I think this was day one, dude, for us. And I'm like, if this is day one. I could just imagine day two. I just imagine. We were there to watch the Lakers uh, play the Nuggets. We were there to go take a tour of um, Warner Brothers Studios, mm. I think. We were there to watch Conan O'Brien. We ended up watching George Lopez as well. Mm. Oh, Conan O'Brien, we were front row. There, uh, uh, intro. Uh, intro. Oh, crotch- yeah, yeah. I remember you showed me the yeah. video. So we were there for a whole, we were there from like Wednesday or Thursday through like Monday or something oh, like she that. She was really there for a while. For a while, yeah. Uh, it was li- literally felt like home for a second. So, anyways, we're up there dancing. There's one dude to like the right of us that was just sitting down, todo pincha amargado way, just fucking just there with his hands on the cross on his chest, just kind of just watching everything. All of a sudden, Craig Robinson goes like, "Get the fuck up, dude!" Punches his fucking beer off his of his table. Just punts his beer off his table and goes, pop! And like, I'm like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, I was like, dude, what the hell? I'm like, Jesus Christ. I'm like, what the, what's happening? Yeah. And the dude was like, what the hell? So he just stood up. He's like, what the hell? Dude, it was so, so crazy. And so we're up there. We're all just kind of just vibing, like you were saying, just kind of hands up in the air, just having a good time. All of a sudden, Craig Robinson reaches over and grabs Yvette and yanks her on stage. No. And kid from Kid and Play uh-huh. and Craig Robinson were grinding over my girlfriend back then, Hell my yeah. wife now, and I decided this is a great time to take pictures. Yeah. This is a great time to take pictures, dude. It was one of the greatest. Uh, I'm glad I'm finally able to tell a story on this podcast. It was one of the greatest days of my life, Do you dude. have pictures or no? Yeah, I have pictures. I'll show them to you. Uh, it, it, it's it's a little blurry, but she's up there, and she's just like, what the fuck? And it was Craig Robinson had like a, a chain with a, a coat hanger. What the fuck? It was so weird. He had that, and then kid, kids like pointing at me, and like as he's as he's doing as he's rapping or doing something, and it was one of the greatest uh, days of my life. I don't know why we're talking about that, but one of the greatest days of my life. Uh, oh, it, we're talking about Craig Robinson. Craig Robinson, yeah. yeah. Uh, so, anyways, um, yeah, that was awesome, and that was just day one. Um, shout out to Little Larry Hollywood Improv. Um, check out his podcast, uh, Little Larry. Once again? It's uh, Larry's new wrestling podcast and stuff. Mm. He talks mostly about the old days of wrestling, the, the, the Attitude Era, days, yeah. and then and, and Hulk Hogan and Macho Man. And he, he has a great, uh, 
He has a great uh, Randy Savage impersonation. So we nice. went. So another Larry, a little Larry story. Went to um, SummerSlam mm-hmm. uh, in uh, at the Staples. The uh, main event was John Cena, Daniel Bryan, mm. uh, CM Punk, Brock Lesnar, um, uh, Alberto Del Rio, and Christian. Uh, all great matches that night, dude. One of the greatest wrestling. I've been to a couple of wrestling events and quite a few. Wrestling pay-per-views as well, and that was one of the best ones ever that I've been to live. And um, what do you call it? Um, uh, he he ended up winning a contest beforehand. Uh, he didn't know what to do as far as what impersonation. So I think he was going to do like Austin or he was going to do someone else. And I'm like, dude, you have a great Randy Savage. Randy Go Savage. up there and do Randy Savage. And he ended up doing Randy Savage, and it was <laughs> great. Uh, he won. He, he won actually whatever little contest they had going on. Do you want another... Um, 120, a shot. Uh, I'm still drinking this one. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I still have some myself. Um, I feel it. It's a little no homo, but it's like starting to get thicker now. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right? Yeah. I was just yeah. Like, oh, shit. <laughs> okay. Um, it's really good. Uh, so anyways, uh, Craig, shout out to Craig Robinson. That was a great time. Shout out to Larry. Larry's new wrestling podcast and stuff. Check it out. Um, so Sugar Sean O'Malley, the next big thing. He wins this fight. And by how does he win this fight? Or does he? You know what? I think this will be his toughest fight, to be honest with you, because, like I said, Vera's just not a fucking, just a fighter he's going to walk over. But you never know. Maybe he does walk over him. Uh, I can see Sugar Sean O'Malley winning either by TKO or by unanimous decision, maybe. Okay, TKO in what round? Uh, <clears throat> second or third. I think he wins uh, TKO second round, some sort of leg kick. Mm-hmm. That's what I think he wins. Uh, if it's a submission, third round. Yeah. Um. Uh. I Martin Vera. Shout out to Martin Vera. Uh. Great, great fighter. Uh. I I think it's a Sh- Sugar Sean O'Malley show. Um. And um. I really think he's the next big thing. I think he's the next big thing, not only because he's a great fighter, but he's also a gamer, a comic book dude, and he so just, on. He just has it. And and he's just someone that, you know, what I like about Sugar Sean O'Malley, I that, and I've you and I have both said Conor mm-hmm. McGregor, Dick Riders. Mm-hmm. Sugar Sean O'Malley is not that. He's not a Conor McGregor, mm-hmm. um, larger than life attitude. But just something about Sugar Sean O'Malley that draws you in, yeah, and and I think um, he's very he's not super loud and outspoken. He's just he's just a very confident guy. He's just Sugar Sean O'Malley, and 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 some he has that it that we've talked about, yeah. So he has that it that we've talked about um, as far as Sugar Sean O'Malley goes. Uh, he should win this. Uh, when we look at uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley, all of age twenty-five, I don't think he's reached the prime of his of his of his career. Uh, I think he's very much uh, still discovering himself as a fighter, um, fighting Marlon Vera, who's all of twenty-seven, so not any, not really much any older than him. Uh, height-wise, when we look at this fight, Sugar Sean O'Malley at five foot nine. Uh, Marlon Vera, five foot seven, um, both obviously fighting at one thirty-five. Uh, a huge thing that I always highlight, that I always mention when I'm watching these fights, is um, as Rob takes a little break in the in the bathroom. By the way, uh, so as far as reach goes, uh, Sugar Sean O'Malley has a uh, 
What is that? About a um, one and a half inch reach advantage. Um, one of the things that I want to mention when Rob comes back is uh, the um, the octagon and its size. It is not uh, the official octagon that you would see at say the T-Mobile arena or uh, say anywhere else that they're hosting UFC fights. Uh, this is a reduced octagon. So it is a definitely much smaller octagon. Uh, will that be an advantage to anyone? Um, I'm interested to see uh, Stipe Miocha and Dan Cormier in there as heavyweights fighting that. Um, Sugar Sean O'Malley and Mark Rivera as well. Uh, the other fight that we want to get into, uh, there's five fights on the main event or the main event card. Um, Herbert Burns, Daniel uh, Pineda, uh, John Dodson, which I thought was dead. Um, uh, like literally dead. Like, I, thought, I didn't think this dude existed. Uh, Murab uh, Devashvili, um, who I haven't seen fight. Um, Rob said he has. Um, but... Um, We'll really kind of close it out with Junior Santos and Jason here Rosenstruck. Uh, but um, the octagon, as I was saying, um, as you were gone, um, what I was saying was the the octagon that they have at the apex and that they've been using uh, in um, Abu Dhabi mm-hmm. uh, is a reduced octagon. Uh, it's small, not right? the official yeah. size. What are your thoughts on that? Mm, uh, I kind of don't like it. Uh, yeah. I feel like it gives... I, uh, I kind of feel like they're forcing them to fight, which is good. But uh, I feel like they don't have the proper use of the whole ring or the whole octagon, I should say. Because every inch counts. Yeah. As women say. All, all two of mine. One and a half for me. Oh, yeah. But you know what though? Uh, that one and a half got me two kids. Yeah, it did, dude. Yeah. It did. Need more? You know what? Yeah. Uh, <laughs> um, I don't like it because it's not official. Yeah. And as much as I'm a purist, and uh, not exactly necessarily a purist, because I like things like Conor McGregor, who's not your traditional MMA guy. Um, I'm. I'm a purist, but then at the same time, like in baseball, I like to pretend I'm a purist, but home runs are freaking exciting. Oh, yeah. Right? Um, so, I really wish that octagon was regulation size. Why can't it be regulation size? That's a good question. I don't understand that. I really wish it was regulation size. Um, I really wish that these guys would be fighting in an octagon um, that was regulation size. Mm-hmm. Um, let me see if I could. Uh, so the UFC uses a twenty-five foot octagon for all Apex events, not thirty foot octagon as we normally have it. So, I I'm not a big fan of that. I really wish that. If there is some sort of code violation or something like that that they want to bring up, then that's fine. Um, 
Uh, so it says the promotion has often, this is according to MMAmania.com, uh, the promotion has often used a similar octagon for shows held inside the Pearl Theater at Palms Casino Resort and other small venues. Furthermore, the smaller size cage is one that is currently in place at the Apex for the Contender Series. <clears throat> of course, the close quarters like the uh, offers many advantages and certainly styles of fighting and leads to a bit more action as opposed to the com- competition of the bigger cages. So, should they go to bigger cages? I think so. Or I mean, should they stay at smaller cages to increase the competi- to increase the action? Or do you feel like they should go to a 30 foot octagon as regulation size has? Re- regulation size, I think. Same here. with you. Yeah. Uh, Anderson Silva fought in that smaller arena when he first made it the UFC debut against Chris Weidman, right? I think so. Yeah. Yeah. I think he did. But, um, yeah, it's, uh, same as you. I don't like it, to be honest with you. Neither I, do I. I, I, it, I don't know. It just it, it just looks weird, first of all. You know? And two, just make it regulation size. The f- the fuck? It's another five feet around. Como dice... Um, that last drink was bitter. St- Como dice Stifler. Uh, I got a 12-inch penis. Around. around. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyways, um... To close it off, so you have Stipe winning. Let me tell you my picks. I got Stipe. Mm-hmm. I got Sugar Sean O'Malley. Okay. I got Dos Santos. Okay, we'll stop there. Why uh, Dos Santos? I've always been a big a big fan of Dos Same Santos. Here. Uh, I, I think his boxing is very underrated. Mm-hmm. And I think he has one of the best boxing uh, hands mm-hmm. in the division. I saw him recently. Like, there was a pic or video of him recently. He's fucking red. He's shredded, dude. I was like, what the fuck? I think I'm right here watching. Does out. this pandemic not test for steroids, dude? I mean, I'm not saying allegedly. It, it, but I, he looks like he's fucking doing something. Here it is. Right here. Damn, boy. Dude. Babacito. <laughs> I think the reason why John Jones retired. Or not fighting is because looks good, Santos dude. has all the picograms, allegedly. <laughs> I, think so, bro. I think, Jesus Christ. He looks good, bro. What is Junior Dos Santos, like a thousand years old? He's like 37, uh, right? He's a thousand at least. Uh, let's see if Alexa, Alexa, how old is Junior Dos Santos? Oh, he's so young. How old? He, 35. So, he he um, looks old. I'm 35. He, dude, but he looks older than you, dude. Like he looks old. You look like you, you look like 29. He's super. To him. He's super young at 35. So, forever young. young. I, I wanna, wanna be, be forever young. You gotta know the lyrics, dude. You, you gotta know the chorus, dude. dude. I'm, 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 I'm over here. Follow, follow I'm, old, I have the lows. You have the highs, dude. Ooh, Why do I got the highs? Bumblebee, 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 bumblebee. I like you, American Pie. I like. I like. I think I might fucking have to go go watch it now when I get home. I like that scene where the guys goes like, "So I'm not the lead guy," and they go like, "Oh, Oscar, you suck." No, and then fucking when he goes uh. He's like, I'll do it. I'll do it. And then low-key, that guy's all like, dick. <laughs> and he goes like, oh, my God, you're gay. He goes like, oh, shut up. You know the lyrics, too, or something like that. <laughs> oh, God damn. Shout out to American Pie. 
American Pie 2. Uh, but yeah, he looks fucking yeah. ripped, dude. But this fucking Rosen Trunk or Rosen Ro- fucking Trunk. Rosen Strook. Hey, that guy has power, yeah. though, dude. Uh, let me. Uh, Again, he's like a Wilder. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. Relies a lot on his yeah. power. And I see fucking Dos Santos as a Tyson Fury. More technical. More technical, yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, he is more more of a technical mm-hmm. fighter. Um, he did be fucking Cain Velasquez once. Yeah, yeah, he did. In his prime. Did you watch, um, uh, what was it? Uh, where is it at? Um, oh, God damn it, where is it at? Derek Brunson and uh, Edmund Shabahazian. Oh, that guy's a fucking hype train, dude. That so guy's when, fucking caca, dude. So when, uh, uh, Edmund, right? Edmund, yeah. yeah. So when I saw caca. that fight, when I saw that fight, Nothing impressed me. No, but um, uh, which I don't know why. I, I don't know if he's watching. He doesn't tell me. Uh, my cousin Marco was like, he keeps asking who to have in these fights. And I'm like, are you betting off me? Because please don't. Yeah. Because a lot of these I'm not getting right. Yeah. Uh, Shab's the same way where he, he'll he be like. Um, Shab is uh, a horrible fucking picker. He's dude. a horrible picker. Horrible. I, I always go against him. Do you- <laughs> Hey, Shab, who do you have tomorrow? Shab, 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 tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, tell me, dude. Who and why? And I picked the other guy. Who and why? Because I can pick. Well, I, don't worry about it, dude. Huh? What do you mean I have a Rolls Royce? Oh, good Royce? picks, bro. Good picks. Don't worry about my Rolls Royce, dude. Who do you have next? Hey, don't worry about my uh, G4 jet, dude. Who do you have next? Um, <laughs> go ride your mountain bike, bro. Yeah. <laughs> go, go be thick. By uh, uh, the way, Rogan moved to uh, Texas, dude. I don't blame him. Jesus Christ! Uh, uh, he sees something. Well, that two hundred fifty million dollar contract or uh, payment that uh, Spotify gave him, when you go to Texas, there is no tax income. Not not only that, but if you think about it, a five hundred thousand dollar home get to like a fucking mansion out there. Yeah. Out there, could you imagine what he's gonna have out there, dude? Him into everything that he's into. What's he gonna buy? A trillion acre? What's he gonna buy? Texas? And then just seriously, Texas, it's like buy a thousand elks and just yeah, fucking hunt them. Yeah, in his backyard. yeah, uh, bang from his fucking from his bed in his room, just bang. That guy, you know what? Dude, that guy is winning. Yeah, that is the epitome of of winning. Yeah, you don't have to me like Jeff Bezos, billionaires and billionaires, whatever it may be. I don't want to be that. Billions and billions, billions and, and folks. Billions. This is folks. Trust me, folks. Um, Trump 2020. Trump 2020. Oh, subs. Uh, Did people get triggered? Um, I I want to have a speaking of Trump 2020. I want to have like a election day live podcast. Oh, that'll be that'll be awesome. Yeah, I've been I, thinking. I, of, I actually think that would be pretty fun. I think I'm thinking of doing that. I really enjoyed the live podcast I had when I was doing the Super Bowl. Like yeah. the last five minutes. Sorry to bring that up. Yeah, but it was so fun, dude. Mm-hmm. To like. I, I had nothing to do, but I was just like watching that. And I'm like, oh, dude, look at that play, blah, mm-hmm. blah, blah. And I'm just like, da, da, da. People were popping on and saying things. And I'm just like, um, uh, really important election coming up. And I uh, hopefully I will have, um, uh, I was talking to a friend of mine who who, who has voted for Trump. Mm-hmm. And um, it was, I actually talked to him yesterday. And it was a very uh, powerful conversation. Powerful in the sense that I don't support Trump. Right, but he does. I, I I don't I don't support him either, but I like a lot of his things. Right, um, 
so I talked to him yesterday, and I'm like, you voted for him, and you're going to vote for him again. He's like, yes. Um, I remember making a post on my on my uh, Facebook? Facebook, and I'm like, I want to talk to a Trump supporter. I want to sit down and talk to a Trump supporter. Uh, Trump voter, I really want to say, I feel like Trump supporter is like, you support his tweets, you support all his antics. Yeah. And I, a Trump voter, someone that's voting off policy and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and he was one of them. And and um, it was a very great conversation. Dude. Yeah, he he had a lot of valid points as to why he was voting for him, and he had a lot of concerns as to why he was voting for him. He had a lot of things he didn't like about Trump, mm-hmm. and and um, I hope to. We've talked. So I talked to him yesterday on the phone. He's an old friend of mine. I haven't talked to him in ten years. I think I told you about this yeah. before we got started. Oh, he's like this cock and big. Yeah. 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 Yeah, uh, I mean, whatever, like, yeah, so yeah. you know, gay, straight, it's yeah, all the same. It's all the same nowadays. No, um, so I talked to him yesterday. It was a very great conversation, so I hope to have him on, mm-hmm. um, uh, actually to record it. Um, I would like to be here to listen. I, I didn't record yesterday. I didn't ask him to either because I was more interested in catching up. I haven't mm-hmm. talked to him in 10 years, mm-hmm. um, and I didn't want to be like, can I record you? Yeah. Like, hey, I haven't talked to you in 20 years, bro. Can I record you? So, yeah. So, yeah, exactly. Like, oh, shit. Um, so, um, I wanted him to see, too, what I was going to ask. I'm not a political person either. So, so for me, um, uh, UFC. Not, neither am I, yeah. Yeah, UFC is my, my wheelhouse. Um, so, I don't have any rebuttals. Like, oh, well, technically, the, the Article 73 of the Constitution or whatever. Like, I, that's not me. Mm-hmm. Right? I, I wanted to go like, hey, here's things about Trump. What do you have? Mm-hmm. And he had a lot of great things to say. Like, a lot of great things to say is in terms of, like, reasoning behind certain things and, and, and concerns he had about Trump about certain things, concerns he had as, as a Republican voter on, on certain things. And I think that one of the biggest problems today, dude, is that we can't do that. Yeah. We can't sit down and talk to someone we don't agree with. It's, yeah, especially nowadays because... I'm a Democrat, right? But this year, I'm afraid of Biden, dude. I'm afraid of a guy just that can't remember where the fuck he is most of the time. Yeah. I think the dude has dementia. Not only that, but they're so fucking hypocrites, dude. Yeah. Fucking Kamala Harris, at first fucking just bashing on fucking um, Biden. But he's a he's, he's this, he's that. I always find that very interesting when someone will bash on someone else as they're trying to buy for that uh, 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 that Democratic or Republican nod. And then they'll turn around and be like, uh, well, my running mate's the one that talks shit about me right over there. I'll, t- I'll tell you one thing, though. This is this is what I see. If Biden and, and Harris wins... I see Kamala Harris taking over Biden's oh, position after no, a year. No, 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 not, not take, not even take his position. But they'll just give it to her. She will be. I think she will be the the president, like running president. So I mentioned earlier uh, that I was watching like W and Vice and stuff like that. Cheney was a president, and I don't want her as a president, bro. Cheney was a president, not 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 Bush. Not yeah, yeah. So, same same thing here. Um, I think that she will be the I driving. I like Dick Cheney. She will. She will be driving the driving force behind that. I, I think so, and it scares me, dude, because a lot of some of the things that she says, I don't agree with. 
For example, defunding the police. Mm. I know it's not abolishing completely the police. I get that. Mm. But I just don't agree with defunding the police. And I know she wants to get rid of the Second Amendment, your rights to bear arms. Come get them. Fuck that. Yeah. Like, I, I don't agree with that. Um, I would rather use the approach. As much. When I vote, I'm going to put Jimmy Mendoza in there. Oh, yeah, dude. Jimmy 2020, dude. No, 2024. dude. 2024. Uh, dude, vote for me. Um, and, and, and Big Daddy Rob as, a, as VP. I'm running off. I'm running off the um, uh, the uh, slogan, no substitution for prostitution. I like it. Yeah. I like it. I'll legalize it, whatever, you know, legalize marijuana. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll just, um, uh, I'm going to do all that. Yeah. I um, agree. but uh, <laughs> um, anyways, so uh, in closing, um, you have uh, let's go, let's take this back to UFC. So you have, you have um, Stepe. Mm-hmm. I have Daniel. Mm-hmm. We both have Sugar Sean. We, we both, both have Junior. Uh, and then after that, Hilbert Burns, Herbert Burns, and Daniel Pineda. Um, that is a toss up for me. Um, Herbert Burns just because he has less mileage. mileage. Wait, hold um, on. Uh, Pineda is not in the in the main card. Oh, no, it's Dodson, John Dodson, and uh, Davalishvili. Yeah, I'm gonna go with Mera because uh, John Dodson has eleven losses. Eleven, not just eleven losses. He's got some mileage, dude. He's got you know, it's 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 you know, thirty four fights. You know, I'm gonna go with Dodson. <clears throat> you know, with Dodson, yeah, okay. Yeah. Um, and then we got. For the first fight in the main card, we have uh, Ankalaev versus uh, Pinche Cuete. What's his name? Cuete Lava? Lava Cuetes? Lava Cuetes. What's his name? It's my side. Honestly, dude, I'm going be honest with you. I've never heard of these two guys. Yeah. Uh, toss up. I'm going to go with well, uh, Lava Cuetes. Okay, <laughs> dude. I don't know who the fuck he is, but his name just sounds more intriguing. Second Amendment, dude. <laughs> 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 this. I need to see this. <laughs> I cannot see this now. When I see him tomorrow, I'll be like, fucking bitch, I love a Quetus, dude. <laughs> Yeah, What's dude. his name? <laughs> I don't know who the fuck he is, dude, but he has an intriguing fucking last name, dude. <laughs> Who who is he doing? (laughs) (laughs) He's probably if he's listening, he's probably like fuck you guys. (laughs) Come on, come on! I won't have you fight Rob here. I don't see a lava quitting. What are you fucking seeing? Quit the lava or or cute lava or some (laughs) shit like that. (laughs) <laughs> Something like that. I don't know who the fuck he is. I don't know who the fuck both those fighters are. Hilbert <laughs> <laughs> Burns. Uh, fuck. Lava Quetis. <clears throat> really quick, dude. I'm just seeing this for now. Uh, Habino Ragamadov. In closing. Okay. Uh, uh, do you want a shot or anything? I'll or, take a shot if you take a shot. What are you taking a shot of? I'm taking a shot. I mean, I'm not punk bitch. You punk bitch? I ain't no, I ain't no, no punk I, bitch. You ain't no punk bitch. I ain't uh, no punk bitch either. <laughs> Deal the um, choice. Uh, dealer's choice. Let's go with the Terramana. We were talking about oh, that. Oh, the Rock. Like if you want to send some more. The rock. Finally, the Rock has come, come back. back. To to where? Where's he coming? Just 
I guess. So the east side of Salinas was in Terramana Tequila. Dude, really good, right? It is. And for the for the price? For the price, super good. Yeah. You, yeah. You cannot go wrong with the price, dude. And that's what he said. He wanted to make good, affordable tequila. I think that's the key, right? Um, mm-hmm. I think the key is good, affordable tequila. Um, because he says he does something a little bit different from other people. Other tequilas. Like, he says that he fucking... Ages it or brother, he does something a little bit longer than other tequila, uh, fucking tequila brands. Yeah, I don't remember what it was exactly. What can, can uh, fuck? So, this is what my podcast is about, right? It's we're talking UFC here, but going off topic for the last two hours, mm-hmm. often I don't give a shit. Not do I, it's fun. It, this, it's, 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 it's not, a, it's not a planned conversation, right? We didn't pregame before this, or hey, Rob, make sure you say this. I'm gonna say this hot take, you disagree with this. That's what I think. Um, that's what I think. A lot of, um, I think a lot of, uh, like, like, uh, undisputed and um, a lot of. Um, I want to see your pretty face. Uh-huh. Um, uh, undisputed and first take and stuff like that. I think a lot of that's planned. Plan. Yeah. Oh fuck. Yeah, hey, dude. dude, you say you you like the Cowboys. I I will say this, and that gets you going and and whatever. And I remember when Skip we. Skip phases. I remember when God. we first started. Talking about, hey, let's do, let's talk MMA and let's get together. And you're like, all right, cool. So what are we going to do? Argue about this? And I'm like, no. Just go with the flow. If you and I both think Junior Dos Santos is going to win, why the fuck would I take the other guy? Yeah. Well, oh, uh, no, the other guy has, uh, you know, um, great jujitsu or he might have that ankle lock. No, I don't, I, I don't, I don't care about that. Uh, we've, mm-hmm. we've talked a lot about different things. So what I'm saying, what I'm saying here is, what is your thoughts on, like, for example, The Rock, half black, half Samoan, making it, making it, and big dick, big dick. Oh, is that yeah. on the big dick? Uh, big wait, dick? did you say big dick or he's big, big, big thick? Big dick, big dick. He is like big a, thick or big dick. I mean, thinking big, big dick. Brandon Shaw, we need is he thick boy? Is he he's thick? Yeah. So, anyways, Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Now, uh, what what I think about him? No, as far as as far as him making a tequila, and, and he, not just that, Justin Timberlake has a tequila nine hundred one, nine hundred one. It's disgusting, Yvette. It's like, oh no, Justin Timberlake, blah blah. Nine hundred one is disgusting. Uh-huh. So, salsa makes it or salsa. Oh, salsa, salsa. So, yeah, yeah, I'm talking about. Yeah, Sammy said it in salsa, something like yeah. that. Bitches love salsa. Uh, yeah, is that a song? Yeah, it is a song. Bitches like Chief Keef. Is know. that a reggae, bitches? I feel like bitches, bitches. like so. Bruh, bruh. Bing, bing, bing. All this says, bruh, bruh. Um, bitches like I never heard that. Bitches like so so. Um, Come on, bitch. Yo, here we go. Bitches like no, never heard it. Come on, play, bitch. Fucking garbage. You dude. never heard it, dude. Excuse me? Or you just shut the fuck up, dude. Excuse me? Excuse me? Watch. Yeah, boy, somebody. Say bitches the salsa. ¿Por qué? ¿Por qué se ha enojado, dude? I have no idea. He's... 
Was this over breakfast? Like you gangbang over breakfast? Like, gangbang over breakfast? Yeah, it's like I'm baking. Like, like damn, dude. Like, <laughs> hey, is this a new thing? Like in song? Hey, hey, hey. I don't know, actually. Sound like a fucking duck. I don't think bitches like Sosa, dude. Well, I don't, think, I don't so. think so. You know which one I like better? Mm. You heard this? You've never heard of this? Four. Nice. Oh, they're freaking English guys, right? Okay. Quack, quack. You remember with ducking. Yeah. Frisbee. Yeah. Boom. Moving that cornflake, dude. If you say, look at my nose. This was. Roadman Shack, the tingles, Mazar Hut. Door. Glory four. And he's still calling man for a draw. Let him know. When I see him, I'm gonna spin his draw. Sure. Take man tricks by force. Send man shot by force. Your girl knows I've got the sauce. No ketchup. No ketchup. Just sauce. Just sauce. No sauce. <laughs> what the Boom. fuck is Boom. that? Boom. Pop, 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 pop. Boom. Boom, pop. Boom, pop. What the fuck is this, dude? Big Shack. Yo. Man's not hot. Man's not hot. Done now, dude. You haven't heard that? This is old, dude. Man's not hot. Uh, she told me taking my jacket. I told her, Man's not hot. Two plus two is four. Minus one, that's three. Quick maths. Nothing. Ah, shit. What the fuck is he saying? That is the greatest, uh, probably the greatest rap song of all time. He's a comedian. Uh, <laughs> God, you, I hope you so. know what's funny. Is his expression explicit explanation? I need to talk like him now. Minus three is plus. This is explanation. Grrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrrr
like I got something to do. I got this bit, blah, 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 blah. It's going to be sick. People go to this dude and, um, and he always like drops these bombs or whatever. Like, and he has a little like sound effect. Mm. Everyone goes there to solidify themselves as a rapper. This dude went on and said, Hey, I got this bit. It's going to be funny. And truth be told, dude, that doesn't sound half bad. Right? The beat's pretty sick. I'm not going to lie. So, and he doesn't, when you listen to the song, when it's like kind of like edited and stuff like that, it doesn't sound half bad. It's funny, whatever. Uh, Cause he's on there talking about moving that cornflakes and stuff like that. But he has a music video for it. Uh-huh. His explanation of that song in character is fucking hilarious. I'll play it for you after we're done. Uh, but um, I don't know why the hell we got to that. But anyways. I'm talking about The Rock, though. The Rock. So my thoughts of him, of, yeah. uh, what do you mean? Of making a tequila? Making a tequila because he's half like half, half, half a wine, half Samoan. You, you know why I trusted in him? George Clooney, also George Clooney making a tequila. Justin Timberlake making a tequila. Um, Justin Timberlake's from Memphis, right? Yeah. I, make a damn uh, whiskey, whiskey of some kind. Yeah. I don't, but, know, I don't know about tequila. But but your thoughts on 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 people making something. I So I'll tell you first. What I what I want to do is Terramana, by the way, The Rock, um, if you want to press on Terramana and be Don Julio here, because yeah, Don wants. Julio looks like they're about to ship to us. Mm-hmm. That's what it sounds like. I saw the email. It looks like they're about to ship to us. I uh, got a text, too. Confirmation. Yeah, yeah I got a text confirmation, dude. Just throwing yeah, it out, yeah, The Rock. It's, 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 it's DJ. And I'm like, DJ? You're worth $320 DJ? I'm like, DJ? dude. I'm like, what do you mean, DJ? Don Johnson? He's like, no, 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 Don Julio. I'm like, I'm sending you the bottle. So anyways, Terramana, I like it. Mm-hmm. He's passionate about tequila. That's exactly what I was gonna tell you. So I've been following him for years. Yeah, obviously, right. biggest man crush on him. Yeah, yeah. Uh, no, uh, no, bush it aside. I've been following him for years, and I have noticed that he does have a passion for tequila. I know he does. Mostly, almost every night or fucking cheat meal, whatever, he had a glass of tequila. So I was like, when he said that he's coming out with this brand of tequila, I was like, you know what? I bet you it's going to be pretty good. Why? Because he's a tequila enthusiast. How do I know? Because he's one of those one of those guys that drinks tequila on the rocks. Mm-hmm. So he enjoys the taste of tequila. So that's why I was just like, you know what? I bet you it's going to be pretty good. And I remember the first time when I bought it, I bought the Blanco. How was that? Because I have a bottle of that. It's actually not bad. <clears throat> uh, it's actually not bad. And I like using the Blanco for margaritas. Okay. So, so it's not that bad. I've, I've had the Reposado and the Blanco. How about the Blanco straight up? The Blanco straight up, it wasn't that bad. It's, it's not as bad as fucking, um, which fucking nasty ass. There's some Blancos out there. Que están hijos uh, chingada madre. There's one over there somewhere, dude. Uh, there's one over there in the far corner. Let me get that. Uh, there's one over here that I'm like, Jesus Christ. Um, I'll tell you one thing. Jose Cuero was fucking disgusting. Um, I can't have Jose Cuero. Well, that shit is fucking disgusting. Sosa, whatever, is disgusting. Um, but The Rock, I, you know, I was like, you know what? I was like, not because I'm a big fan, but I really believe that he's going to have pretty good quality in tequila. Yeah. Because he's always been an enthusiast of tequila. And it's The Rock name going. Yeah. Going. So, yeah. exactly. And he's a very huge public figure. Yeah. Worldwide. Yeah. So, I'm pretty sure he's not going to put out something shitty. So, when I first had the reposado, I was like, you know what? I had it chilled, and I had it room temperature. Both good. 
Is it true that you can't freeze tequila? You can't. I I can put it in the freezer and tomorrow it's just not it's not frozen. My brother my my father-in-law said that. He was oh pues, pues, no 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 se puede no se no, puede no se puede este uh, este congelar tequila mm-hmm. es parte del show. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, "What?" No, I don't. And and, and uh and um uh, my brother-in-law is the um uh, 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 Alex was also like was like um he goes yeah dude you can't freeze tequila and dude, I'm like, I, dude I remember um when I first moved into the apartment I mean to the studio to my friend's house in the back mm-hmm. I had a bottle of Don Julio uh, reposado I put it in the freezer I <coughs> kid you not I, f- I forgot about it for like three weeks mm-hmm. I was like oh shit I was like let, let me make, make uh, let me make myself a, a paloma mm-hmm. took it out the bottle on the outside was frozen but the inside whatever it, I'll tell you one thing though tequila if you want to taste tequila you got to taste it in its purest form room it's temperature it's room temperature right because chilled obviously is going to go down smoother yes but if you want to taste it in its purest form room temperature yeah and uh, I did not have any problems with the Terramana tequila Blanco or Reposado oh wow so the Blanco I, <clears throat> the Blanco I bought because I haven't I haven't had that but it, uh, yeah <clears throat> Terramana was actually uh uh, it came to my attention because a friend of mine, not a wrestling fan, mm-hmm. he just likes tequila. Yeah. Um, I've been a huge whiskey fan for a long time. Yeah. I've actually hated tequila because a lot of the tequila I've had, it has been freaking disgusting. disgusting. Yeah, I agree with you. And I'm like, I've had some good, mm-hmm. cheap whiskey. Yeah. Uh, Johnny Walker Black. Mm-hmm. Uh, solid, I think, like for the price and everything like that, blah, mm-hmm. blah. I have some, uh, it's a little more expensive, uh, Oban I've had as well, Johnny Blue, I've had a lot of different whiskeys that have been phenomenal. Mm-hmm. I haven't had that experience with tequila, but I also have only had that experience by going to like relatives parties and, mm-hmm. and whatever else, yeah. maybe in high school, someone had been able to get a tequila bottle, it was really cheap or something like that. Yeah. Um, so I, I never really ventured into tequila. Uh, shout out to my boy Luis, um, uh, who who uh, one day we were just z- Zoom chatting with a bunch of his friends because it's pandemic or whatever. Um, and and I was having whiskey. I forget what I was having. Oban maybe, and someone else was having a whiskey, and uh, they were like, "Oh, what are you having?" And he goes, "You should have some whiskey." And he goes, "Like, nah, Charles. He goes, I'm not having a whiskey." Uh, he's like, uh, "He goes, it's it's too sweet, too sugary." Um, he goes, I'm pure tequila, man. That's just, that's pure. And, um, so I was like, huh, I'm like, I still like tequila. I still have a whiskey. I still have a lot of it. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm still a fan of it. Oban, shout out to Oban, send a bottle. Um, uh, so, uh, and I'm like, huh. And I'm like, you know what I haven't done? I haven't given tequila the fair, uh, the fair chance that I give in whiskey yeah. where I've researched things. I've looked into things. I watch videos on things, and, and so and that's because tequila naturally is a little bit stronger than fucking whiskey. Yeah, yeah. So I'm like, let me let let me give it a chance. We had Casamigos at our wedding. Um, this is good. We had Casamigos. Uh, smooth, yeah. Uh, we had Casamigos at our wedding. Um, it was open bar. Yeah. And some malagracidos were like, "Oh, you have like Bud Light and all these cheap stuff." And there was a lot of good shit there that you weren't seeing. Mm. I had Hall wine. If you're ever in Saint Helena. Uh, Napa Napa Valley, uh, uh, hot wine. Um, it is worth the price of admission, dude. Yeah. 
yeah. to go into Hall Wine, take the tour and all that stuff. Um, Hall we had or hot? Hall. H-A-L-L. H-A-L-L, okay. Hall Wine. Um, shout out to Hall Wine. It's a really good place. Uh, next door next door to them, <laughs> uh, next door to them to the right-ish down the street a little bit is um, Alpha Omega, also another good uh, winery. Okay. Uh, shout out to Alpha Omega as well. Um, but, um, I had some of that stuff, hall, hall wine at there. I, I had a Casamigos. I had a Johnny Walker blue bottle, but mm-hmm. there was some specific instructions. Whenever anyone comes and specifically asks for this, give it to them mm-hmm. because I have told them that I have that. Mm-hmm. Um, there was, there was a shit ton of liquor, dude. Like there was a lot of liquor, mm-hmm. oh, open wine, stuff like that. Casamigos was one of them. Casamigos was really good. Mm-hmm. Uh, there is a bar in um, San Carlos um, that um, a good friend of mine, Nicole, was our bartender. Um, and um, she ended up bartending our wedding with another friend of hers and um, hooked it up. Didn't charge anything, took tips. And um, we made sure that tip jar was, was falling out with cash. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, that's what I told people. Like, like, look, it's open bar, but please bring tips. Yeah. And dude, the people brought tips, and good. I was thankful for that. Good, good. Um, uh, but um, um, I forget the name of her bar. If I ever find it out, um, I will uh, I will shout it out somewhere. Um, but um, it's a dive bar there in San Carlos, and um, it was really. As she showed us Casamigos, she goes like, "I'm like, can you serve a good tequila? Because half my family's at the majority of the people there that day, dude." Jalisco represent, baby. That was Jalisco represent. That was the biggest part. There was people from Chihuahua. There was people from Michoacan. Jalisco was the majority of that building. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I need a good tequila. Yeah, especially yeah, especially if the people from Jalisco, you know, you know, they enjoy a good tequila. That that's that's where it is. That's where tequila. That's that's the birthplace. Well, that, well so that's, that's where fucking The Rock has his distillery right yeah, there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He does. So uh, she's like, "Have you had Casamigos?" It's short Clooney's, and I'm like, "Ooh, I think <laughs> he's a little overrated of an actor." Yeah, hopefully what tequila's better you than acting skills. <laughs> oh shit! She served me a, a tequila, and I, in my head, I'm like, "Damn, dude, you don't really like tequila." Pop, and I'm like. This is really, really good. Mm-hmm. Shout out to Josue, too. Uh, wedding gift was a tequila bottle from mm-hmm. uh, Casamigos engraved nice. and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. Um, and since then, dude, I've really taken off with tequilas, the glass azul, which wasn't bad. It's just not $120 good. Yeah. Uh, Don Julio, 1942, uh, uh, Casamigos, Terramana. Um, I'm starting my make my way into Herradura tequila. Herradura is good. Huh? Herradura is good. I think my father-in-law has one of those. Herradura is really good, actually. Um, Corralejo is shit. Mm-hmm. Um, avion is good, like I said. Tequila Avion. So Tequila Avion came from Entourage. The creator, uh, Doug Elin, I think mm-hmm. his name is, a co-creator with uh, Wahlberg, um, uh, they needed to put something on there. HBO does not pay for advertising, yeah. so they don't. They don't. If it's an Apple product, they're not paying Apple. They're just like it's just on there. That's it. Or they're not asking for anything. They're just like whatever. Uh, they needed to give Turtle um, a uh, something to do on the show, right? Because he was just kind of the driver mm-hmm. for uh, for uh, Vincent Chase, and um, so like, oh, we'll have him f- discover this tequila, you know, like name Avion because uh, Doug Elin knew. 
the creator of Avion or something mm. like that. And uh, I think I, he was like, hey, like, he goes, I got this tequila. Like, it'd be really cool to have it on the show. And he goes, like, yeah, I was actually looking for something, blah, blah, blah. That uh, tequila blew up mm. because of the show. Yeah, it's good. Uh, it's really good. Really smooth. Uh, it's it's enjoyable. Yeah. And I, and I think in, in uh, now in this stage of life, like, I'm not looking for anything that, to kick my ass. I just... Something good and enjoyable and, enjoy. and just and relax. But um, this Terramana, I don't know if you still have your glass there, sir. Salute. Salute. Thank you for being here. Thank um, you. To the pay-per-view tomorrow and um, to other things to come. Ooh. Good. So good. Yeah. Super good, man. Uh, that uh, I can't say enough good things about that. Um, I ended up buying two bottles, gave one to my father in law, helping me do a smoker, and um, um, just as a thank you, he's like, Oh, you don't have to thank me, like, blah blah. I'm like, I don't have to thank you, I know yeah, I, I want to, yeah. Shout out, dude, great dude. Uh, he's been a great dude since day one, and I'm like, I have no problem giving you a tequila bottle, man. Uh, he liked it too. I took one, uh, uh-huh. so I took the 1942 as I was telling you. To his house, uh, he liked that, and and I'm like, "What's well, 1942? I'm not leaving it here." Yeah, yeah, I'm <laughs> bringing it back. I'm kind of bringing it back. <laughs> yeah, you had your sip, cool. Lick it and pass it. Lick it and pass it. <laughs> I took the Terramana, and I'm like, "Oh, I just the Terramana, just have a couple sips." And I've brought other stuff before. I've I, I've given them one 20 minute IPA, uh, Pliny the Young, Pliny the Elder. I've given them. Blind pig, blind pig is so, so not, good. So he's it's, not your typical like old school Mexican now. He's like he's evolved. No, no, no. I I think <laughs> I've challenged him yeah. in a lot of ways. Like I'm just not like here's your you know Pacific or whatever. I'm like yeah. hey um you know I brought you this. He's like well, see mm, give it to me like whatever. Uh, so he's game. Yeah, that's good. He's game, but it's funny when it him makes it my, fun. It's funny when him and my dad get together because my dad will be like esa acá trayendo sus cosas que blah blah blah. My dad will have his stories too about the beers I give him, but um, it's funny because everything I've taken him, he's like, "Oh, so I went on whatever." He may or may not like it. I don't know, but he's like, "Whatever." But Terramana, he mentioned it like three, four times. He goes, oh, "I was really good." I'm mm-hmm. like, "What, dude? The bottles there? Just let's just drink some." Mm-hmm. And as I was leaving, he comes over to the car and goes, "Eh, hey, pues tengo buenas noches." That they live a block and a half away, right? Yeah. Yo tengo buenas noches. Y oh, ese tequila estaba bien bueno. And I'm like. All right, well, you mentioned like eighty-seven thousand times. Yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay. And I'm like, yeah, it was good. And I walk, I drove, we drove away, and I told you that I'm like, dude, you really like the tequila. Mm-hmm. And I think she went the next day or the day after, and she's like, yeah, he was mentioning the tequila. So him helping me build a smoker, I was like, Can well, I, let me buy a Terramana for him. So, anyways, kind of like a thank you right there. In closing, uh, Terramana is good. Uh, go out and get some. Uh, tomorrow's UFC pay per view. Is gonna be good. Um, it's a highly anticipated fight. Uh, everyone's pumped and looking forward to it. Um, I, I think that everything that the UFC has put out, uh, and I maybe I'm being biased. Maybe it's not. It's been good, right? It's been it's been good. It's been good, and um, I'm thankful for that. Um, I think they have pioneered the way for a lot of sports to come back. Hopefully and they, they follow the same. Um, yeah, so um, it's been good. It's been great. It's been great being a fan of this. It's been great uh, doing this. Uh, thank you for being here. 
Thank Dude, you I too. have kept you here for like the longest time. I don't know if you're I in trouble. No, dude, I'm the man of the house, bro. Come on, bro. I like it, dude. Slap bitches, dude. Slap me, dude. Slap me. No, I won't slap you. I'll, no. I'll kiss you. Uh, nice. I will show you the video <laughs> here in a second, dude. Uh, there is plenty of more to have here. But I anyways. told my lady I needed this this time away from the house. Uh, thank you for always being here, available for these UFC things, dude. Yeah. I I wouldn't have it any other way. Wouldn't have anyone else here. Uh, you and I have been vibing with the UFC for the longest time, dude. Oh, and hopefully, <laughs> once everything settles down, we can go to Vegas together and enjoy a it, fucking event. It, that's it is. that's on my bucket list. And we've talked about it before. Yeah. We will do that. Um, in my in closing, in my uh, marathon quest to watch UFC one through current, mm-hmm. um, I'm starting to bump into UFC events that I've watched. I'm like, mm. oh, I ordered that. I ordered that. Yeah. Every now and then. So it's starting we, to be like. It started for years, <laughs> me and you watching it. Yeah. Every so often there's an event. And I remember we would watch a bunch at your place, sometimes here, sometimes mm-hmm. there. Um, and um, I, I must say 2008 so far has been probably the most stacked year. Oh, okay. In UFC events? In UFC events. Everything that's on whether I've seen it or not, because I'm starting to bump into things that I've ordered or seen yeah. or or I'm aware of. Mm-hmm. I'm starting more into that. I'm starting to bump, like hit turbulence almost. And 2008 has been by far, I think, the best year so far okay. in UFC events. Okay. So um, I'm having a lot of fun with that. Uh, thank you for being here. Thank you um, for having me, dude. And uh, in closing, give me sports. Give me tacos. Give me the world. The Jimmy Podcast World. Shout out to Adam Levine.